Brian Helgland, Academy Award-winning screenwriter for L.A. Confidential, ran into some creative difficulties when adapting the 1962 crime novel, The Hunter. Wanting to bring a darker noir adaptation to the silver screen, Helgland ended up getting pushed off his own project, and the producers morphed his sad adaptation into a dark comedy. Neither version of the 1999 Mel Gibson vehicle payback the adaptation in question, are worth viewing. However, three men decided to sit down and talk for almost three hours about this exact movie. Let's get ready to root for the bad guy, because it's payback, here on Bombed. Boys, payback. Yes, can. If I can live the rest of my life without somebody, especially Lucy Lou, saying hubba 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 ever again. I believe you are referring to Mistress Pearl. Mistress Pearl, dominatrix Mistress Pearl. Yeah, hello, baby. She really did lean into it. Yeah, it's like ooh, hey. Oh, I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah, I, that's, I have a whole set oh, of notes. So many I, notes. I have about, yeah, you have nine pages. <laughs> nine I pages have about, I think, six. I believe I took most of mine just on the film on the first page. And then just everything, including yeah. adaptations, sure. behind the scenes stuff. And, and I'm shocked you just have like nine pages of notes just on the movie. Just yeah. on the movie. It's <laughs> just all, on the movie. It's, it's all up here, man. The film like, itself. Yeah, oh yeah. I've but, seen this movie several times. First of all, I mean, you have a special tie-in for this movie. I do. I do, I do as well. So please. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go first on this one. So uh, we're talking about payback. Payback. Right? The payback, 1999. 1999, February 6, 1999, starring uh, Mel Gibson. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's healthy. Pre- Jew racist rant Mel Gibson. Mm, as far as we knew. <laughs> as far as we knew. It was yeah. in the it was in the closet well, at that moment. <laughs> public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> public. I, I will say that um yeah, my intro to this film, when I was just a wee lad when the uh Rutgers wrestling team, my boy uh Lamar Brown and uh Pletch, as we call them, Pletch, um, insisted that this was one of the greatest movies they had ever seen. Okay. And, and Don't trust his opinion, <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, for the right reasons, when we talk about the movie, we'll get into that. Like, So I tried heroin for the first, first time? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Have you guys? Oh, you gotta. <laughs> it, it sounds like <laughs> such a joyous time. <laughs> there's, um, Don't go looking for this, um, but there's an album on my Facebook that I believe is... Uh, <laughs> Titled, it was always 130 grand. Um, that is a night of me, Lamar, and I believe Pletch, who just like there was some girls that came over to like drink and stuff. And we're like, we're watching payback, and they just had to sit through that. And it, yeah, you can see throughout the evening, drunker and more rowdy, and uh, oh, yeah. it's all because payback is. I feel like I would have to watch payback 
um, while waiting for a Coke dealer to weigh something out. Like, he would have <laughs> payback. That's on. the ideal time. That's that's the only time when I'd be like, I guess I'm watching payback other than this podcast. <laughs> it does, yeah, payback does seem like the kind of movie that would oh, be playing. playing in the background. Yeah. Like, yeah. if a white guy with dreads was selling you pot, yeah. like, that's the movie he's watching. I'm fucking, I'm totally <laughs> lying. I've seen this movie way more times than I should I've seen it a lot. Like, okay, so my big tie-in with this movie is I, I went to uh, Target before um, they had produce there. But they had, they had the DVD section, and I rented Payback once. I was like, "This movie's great." <laughs> I was fifteen, maybe, and I was at Target, and I got pay, the Payback DVD, and I brought it home, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch uh, Mel Raising Hell," and I got home, opened the DVD, empty DVD case, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck? There's no DVD?" And I went back with my receipt to Target, and I'll never because my mom was with me. And I was like, hey, mom, this fucking DVD doesn't have any movies. She's like, that's weird. Like, she didn't give a shit. But we went back to Target, and I looked at, I went up to the manager, waited on the whole line, got to the front of the line, and I was like, yeah, this DVD doesn't have a DVD in it, and I bought it here, and I don't even want a refund. I just want payback. Like, I want... Not, <laughs> no pun intended. I just want the movie. The movie was <laughs> your 70K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I went to the counter, the guy... And the guy was looking, and he opened the case. There was none. I, he saw the, the receipt. I just kind of bought it. It was like a day before. And he, was, he like rolled his eyes at me. He's like, okay, fine. You just want to like exchange it? I guess he figured, like, why would you want two copies of Payback? <laughs> like, but he, So he's like, but he totally did not believe me whatsoever. So he went to the movie section, got another copy of Payback. And just to be like a dick, he was like, okay, let's open it up and make sure it's there. We opened it up. It was fucking empty. Wow. It was fucking empty, and that guy looked like a fucking asshole. And I was like, see, dickhead? See? And he was like, oh, my God. I'm so." Then all of a sudden, I became mister. <laughs> then I was like, I'm really sorry, sir. Mister, I'm really sorry. Well, let's get you. We're going to open as many paybacks as we need to until we find your movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's such a good movie. People were just taking yeah, it. Yeah, they were just. No, it was in the cellophane really and that everything. that good like, of a movie that no. they'd just be like, I'm no. just going to steal it. it. Dude, this is pre 9 11. It was a different world. It was a wow. different, different universe. It was a different world. Holy God. Yeah. See, I don't have a fun story about payback. Huh? <laughs> Except for asking Reggie, hey, you want to be on this podcast? He's like, payback, payback. <laughs> this, and then this, goes to Dan's like, payback, payback, this, payback. This is literally a photo of me in 2008. Oh, no. And then you can see in the background this young woman is standing oh, no. next to Oh no Payback. Wow. Playing on the wow. screen. So, I mean, I believed you, but I know. Jesus now. Holy Your Honor, I rest my case. That was February of two thousand and eight. That was wow. when I first started my payback journey. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I Your implore Honor. you. <laughs> but you don't have you don't have a payback story. I, think I was no going through freshman year in two thousand eight. Nah, yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. God, I'm young. I was, uh, going, <laughs> I was going through my, I don't know, job. Yeah, yeah. My real you're being, you're job, being functional job adults. Job. I'm glad in society. I bet yeah. you're, I bet you're glad you met us. So you got. Oh to, yeah. So I could understand the, the oh, real the honor essence. that is, uh, Brian Helglin's masterpiece. Yeah. Look, I'd call his masterpiece L.A. Confidential. Oh yeah. He I, didn't well, direct it. He wrote Olo it. Tomasi. But it is that that movie's great. What did and, it, uh, what is what's the guy that actually wrote? It? Is he the guy that uh? No, Brian wrote, wrote the book. Which which one? Payback's book? No, or, or are you there talking about book for Payback? The Hunter. There was a book, The Hunter, from 1962. This is an adaptation. The Hunter wasn't that a fucking Steve McQueen movie? 
that I just watched on Hulu? <laughs> Possibly, maybe. There definitely was a Steve McQueen movie, The Hunter. Yeah. Probably. I don't think it's related to this Hunter because there's a 1967 movie called mm. Point Blank, which okay. is an adaptation of The Hunter, huh. which it's very similar to Payback. Interesting. But it's very, like, 60s. Like, if, yeah. it, listen, I'm just saying, if Payback's a book, it should come with crayons. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking... Well, I mean, like, I was watching it, and then when I found out that it was an adaptation, everything made a lot more sense to mm, me. Yeah. Because when I watched it, I'm like, this feels like a 1950s throwback movie made in 1999. Well, <laughs> well, that's why they were going for this, like, modern noir look to the film. The movie is just blue. Like, <laughs> Oh, it's super blue. It's, it, it's not, blue. Not the euphemism of sucking a dick. The movie is <laughs> the color blue. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, uh, they're trying to make it look like a film noir so they just put like an Instagram blue filter on the entire movie. Yeah. They did. They did what they call the bleach bypass process when it comes to making movies and celluloid. Okay. Which is essentially like when you're taking care of celluloid, there's a process where you put it in like chemicals, specifically bleach, to sort of like pop out the silver in yeah. the film reel, so that the color could wow. pop out. They didn't do that. They didn't put in the bleach, and what happens is the silver sort of stays within the celluloid, and mm -hmm. what you get is sort of more of a muted color. You get yeah. a black and white filter on top of the color filter. So that's why the movie looks like mud yeah. <laughs> for, for, like, all of it. In yeah. the, the, like, the whole thing looks so... It looks so dusty. Oh, like, yeah. Not even dusty, like, just so, like... Yeah. It looks like a building. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Looks, yeah. Like, it looks like... A sad building. A yeah. very sad building. Yes, yeah, so it's like the whole movie takes place in twilight. Not the, the time of twilight in like November. Yeah. It's post-daylight savings. So you, it's like, and it's like 5.30 and you don't know what day it is. Like that's the movie. It's oh, like, yeah. That's a great description. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what day is it? Like when you fall asleep in like an afternoon, you wake up, you're like, do I have to go to work? And, and like, it, you don't know. And this is like a multiracial cast and like it, some people don't look. Good. Like Multiracial cast. Yeah, There's yeah. two black people. <laughs> a lot of Asians. There's a lot of Asians. A lot of Asians. Of Asians. They, all of them have they, they filled, yes. <laughs> they do have attempted castration roles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the butterfly knife. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty sweet. I, I remember uh, I was... Oh, the guy that held Mel's leg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, that is the trajectory. The yeah, guy holding Mel's leg. Okay. Payback was actually a, a film in the process back in 1997. Mm -hmm. This was a working concept with uh, Brian Helgland. He's the writer of L.A. Confidential. He also did a Night's Tale, oh, that wow. dog shit movie with Heath Ledger. Heath uh, the Bar Ledger. <laughs> Heath the Bar Ledger. Uh, him and Richard Donner, they were working on this movie, Conspiracy Theory. I think oh, you yes. guys see that? Yes, I saw it in the movies wow. two times. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's two times too many. Well, I saw it the first time, and then my friend was like, hey, we're going to the movies. I didn't even ask. And we were online. We are like, yeah, we're seeing Conspiracy Theory. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, God. I'm already here. <laughs> Shucks. And, it, and I was like 15, 16, I was like, or whatever age I was. I couldn't drive. I know that. So I was like, so, okay, I guess I'm seeing this movie. I can't get home now. Guess yeah. we're watching it again. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were getting to the end with ADR. Richard Donner asked uh, Helglund to go to an ADR session with Mel Gibson. He brought his halfway finished script. Gibson read it, said, I'm kind of interested. Helglund was like, I want to direct it, though. He said, finish it and then let me see what's up. 
He finishes his draft, sends it out expecting Mel to be like, nah, sorry. And in about like three weeks, two to three weeks, Mel calls him back saying, hey, can you be ready in 12? (laughs) So so that's how this whole mess started. And if you don't don't understand how much Mel wanted it, his production company produced it. Icon, (laughs) that's my first note. Icon pictures or whatever. Mel Gibson wanted this. He was like, this is it. This like, is my this is my ticket right... This is my Lethal Weapon 6. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see that, though, because, like, the plot is just driven by Mel's ego, right? Yes. Like, the whole idea is like, oh, he's a tough guy. And, like, yes. they're constantly trying to reinforce that this guy is, like, cool and tough. Yes. And I don't know if they hit the mark, boys. Oh, yes, I, w- I also want to preface this before we really get into all of this. I will not be calling him Porter. Porter. His, <laughs> name, his name is Payback. <laughs> and... And that I'll either say payback well, or Mel. Well, that's fair because you got to be able to tell the dog from the man. So Correct. The dog is Porter. The dog's the dog por- is Porter. The no. main character is also named Porter, but no, his name is Payback. Payback. For, <laughs> this is for the audience. This isn't for us guys. <laughs> Just for context. Yes. So payback. For the rest of the payback. show. Payback. You hear right. Payback. Payback comes in the room. If you hear Porter, it's the dog. Yes. <laughs> if you hear Payback, it's the anti-Semite. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, Porter was a German Shepherd. Just that. <laughs> oh, shit. No, he wasn't a German Conspir- Shepherd. Was, was, was it Bulldog? That's yeah, a man that's seen conspiracy like theory twice. <laughs> yeah, so he must have really wanted this shit. He did. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he did. He put his fucking name behind it. And I, I guess he probably signed up when it was like more of a darker story, because this is basically the tale of two cuts. Yeah. Mm. Like, the movie that yeah. I'm assuming you guys both watched is the theatrical cut. I watched that and the straight-up... It's called the straight up director's I, cut. I ref- That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah straight the, up colon the director's yeah. cut. I refuse to watch that because I don't really give a shit what he wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like what I got. So hey, all I know is the the uh, what do you call it? Like with the the saying the motto for the movie. Whatever yeah. the fuck it was. Tagline. Oh, the tagline. Oh, yeah, the tagline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get was, ready to root for the bad. Get guy. ready to root for the bad guy. I and I was don't... like, oh man, bro. Which is funny enough. Uh, in Australia, they had to change that. Uh, they had to say get ready to cheer for the bad guy because to root in Australia is slang to to mm. fuck. Wow, didn't know that when get I was, ready to when fuck I was the bad that guy. T- <laughs> that tagline just doesn't it doesn't work. No, he's not really a bad guy. He's just an anti. I'm also not rooting for him. I'm just, yes. just kind of like observing shit that's happening to payback. Well, <laughs> to payback the man. I, I don't like. I never really felt like I really need to see this guy like succeed. I was just like, oh, this is some weird shit. First of all, like, um, I, you guys don't may not remember this. Rudgy might remember it better than you do. Mm-hmm. But when this movie came out, people were like. Oh my God, Mel Gibson's being a bad guy in a movie. Oh shit, yeah. no one can imagine him being a anti-Semite piece of shit. <laughs> he, uh, no one could like no, he, he was on top of the oh, world. Oh, he was. He was still um, in our good graces. And people were like, he was on interviews with like Oprah and like Good Morning America and like Entertainment Weekly, Entertainment Tonight, when they were like, they're like, oh, Mel Gibson, a bad guy. Like it was a big thing. Like yeah. that it was coming out, and you watch it is like, yo, the difference between Mel Gibson and this. And Maverick is like a slightly worse day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's not much. And the invention of a telephone. By the yeah. way, that's the only difference between those two movies. I hope I'm not jumping the gun here, but like, I feel like all of the work for him being a bad guy is in this like opening kind of montage scene. Yes. But. Which we could get into right I now. I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> that's a, that's you're running the show. One. You're running the show. That's um, a fun one. Oh, God. Um, no, I think that a lot of the. 
It's it's weird because like I don't even see him as a bad guy. It's just more no. so like the anti-villain archetype. Like he's basically John Wick if he spits a few more bars. Yeah, and terribly written. And oh, terribly completely written. Yeah, so one-dimensional as fuck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But like in in a universe where the only people you've introduced me to are heroin addicts, hookers, and mobsters. He's actually a pretty nice yeah, guy. Yeah. And, and discount James Woods betraying him. Yeah. So yeah. We'll... The, the, the scene where you're talking about, like, the... Uh, Val? Val? Val Resnick? Val Resnick. Val Resnick. Oh, God. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about him. Uh, makes a movie. Makes a movie. Um, Does it? Does it really? Oh, Does I it have... really, Reggie? Oh, I have gold in these pages. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about his gold, hair. Gold, Um, But, like, you know, like, you talk about, like, the force kind of, like, castration scene. Yeah. Nobody. It's a busy city street. Nobody stops. Oh, not a single one. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so, so if we're going to talk about this right now. Hold on a <laughs> Let me find it in my notes. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, he can't be that bad of a guy because the universe that you've created, yeah, is full of just bad people. It's supposed yes. to be, yeah, and it's supposed to be like '70s Chicago, yeah, and really. I still. I'm like, this is like 1990s New York. Yeah, I call it shitty New York. That was <laughs> okay, the vibe here I we got. go. Uh, when he walks up, first of all, it's I start off with Lucy Liu's mockery of Asian stereotypes is as random as it gets. Sometimes she's Asian, sometimes she's perfectly American, and sometimes she's Russian. Who knows why? She's like, hello, baby. Hello, baby. Like, okay. <laughs> then uh, she's like, oh, that's I wrote down the quote. That's Porter. He's shit for brains. He's shit for brains. Like, yeah. Yeah, she, she was. <laughs> I, but, I, okay, so and then what? You're the part you're talking about. After Asian gang beats him, attempts castration on payback. Uh, <laughs> two dirty cops find him, beat him also. <laughs> after getting hit by a car yes. by the Asian gang, that they was... run him over. All right after playing the. Jimi Hendrix song, like uh, the Voodoo Child, which made me miss the NWO immediately. (laughs) And then, randomly, dirty cops find him, huh? All on a public street with an outside train station on it. Yeah. In the middle of the day. What, What disturbed me so much about that scene is the background, right? Like, they don't, no one's reacting. Like, people just walking and going about their day. Like, he was hit by a car. A gang of Asians got out <laughs> with a butterfly knife. Like, oh, another Tuesday. Yeah. And, and it's in this, again, in this universe, that don't mean shit. Yeah. Oh, people no. are like, gotta get to work. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> Missing out on stock market right yeah. now. Yeah. What the fuck is this? It's kind of a muddled mess. Mm-hmm. And it it's mostly a muddled mess because this was a fight between the director and a fight between the producers mm-hmm. and both of them wanted to make a really mediocre shitty movie just different tones of it yeah. the yes. studio wanted a funnier movie and the director wanted like a gritty dark right. like neo noir film and the tones but, of this film see, are just wow. but strike wow. 1 strike 2 strike yeah. 3 <laughs> but but you got to think like 99 like if you really Think about it. At the time, we weren't really gridding it up, right? Like all of our tough guys were were making jokes. Like well, you look at like a John McClane, right? Yeah. The whole I mean, time he's fucking having fun with like it. Like the last big action movie, this was a little bit before the Matrix. I think the Matrix yeah, was. was April or 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 the summer. Before that, I can't think of another major like action movie outside of like fuck, I don't know, like True Lies, which was a parody of the thing in '94. 
And then a lot of it before then, in between there, Again, was just you, a mess of just boring, like, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. Let's see if this works Yeah, out. true. I will not but, hear any like, slander of double team. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, again, when you talk <laughs> about movies, <laughs> when you talk about movies like True Lies, when you talk about movies like Double Team, it doesn't matter how gritty it is. Like, you could be blowing somebody's head off with a magnum. Yeah. There's always a joke somewhere in yeah, there. It yeah, was, it was witty and funny. I think... But also, too, like, there was a little bit of, like, a darker side to a little bit of cinema at that time. Mm -hmm. Mostly coming from, like, dramas. There was, like, the erotic thriller was a thing for a minute. Like, that lasted, like, from 94 to 95. Uh, Rochelle, Rochelle. Rochelle, Rochelle. (laughs) (laughs) Strange Girl's erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. Yeah. Oh man! But, yeah, yeah. I don't. I just what, what you're saying. Like that. The, there's always a random joke in there. Like one that I was. I was awesome watching. This is steam. just a little sideway from this movie <laughs> yeah. to talk about a better movie for a second. Mm. I was watching the Terminator. Yeah. Remember when he goes in the gun store and he's like Uzi nine millimeter and like all that shit. Yeah. And the guy. And then he starts loading up the shotgun. The guy's like, "Hey, you can't do that, pal." And he turns and he's like, "Wrong." And shoots him. <laughs> Why does the Terminator feel the need for his ego to say wrong to the guy? Yeah. To ki- he's going to kill him anyway. Right. Like a, He would just turn to him and blow him away, walk away. He's, he doesn't have to tough, tough talk the meat right. bag that he sees in front <laughs> right. of him. Like, I mean, uh, Schwarzenegger's the king of that. You know, like, uh, was it Commando or something? Let off some steam, Bennett. Yeah, like let off some steam, Bennett. It's, it's, it's Let like, him sleep. He's dead, dead tired. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. My friend, he's dead tired. Man, and, my favorite thing in Predator is, like, when uh, Apollo Creed's looking through everything, and he's looking through it, we finally got those bastards. And he realizes that uh, that they they've been set up. And Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in with a piece of paper, like I think this is what you're looking for, and puts it in front of him. And he looks at it, he's like, "You set us up!" And like, what was the point of that ruse? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're just gonna grab him anyway. I mean, like, don't bring over the piece of paper. Like, you yeah. set us up. It was like, yeah. I mean, the only reason I bring that up though is like I understand the studio's instinct. To try to lean into some humor. Yeah. And um, we, I, we're going to get deep into this. Oh, yeah. This is a very funny movie, and I don't think it's trying to be. It's <laughs> unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. From, like, Mel Gibson, like, being kind of sarcastic almost yeah. to a point to, like... You get fucking uh, what's his face Fairfax later on just for, like this. First of all, oh my god! First of all, I I, I don't Colonel know how Sanders. Many, I wrote this. I wrote this down in this and my notebook at least four times. What is James Coburn doing in this movie? <laughs> Oscar winner James Coburn. I mean, Chris Christopherson makes an appearance. Chris Christopherson, Chris Christopherson shows up like. Who, no. Or as I call him, uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a star is born. Fucking, like he's like really trying to do Christmas. I think you're beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I love your fucking nose. When we do talk about this, there are two people that I'm going to bring up early and often, and it's Greg Henry and uh, David Paymer, uh, Val Resnick, and then uh, Stegman. So, okay, early spoiler for where oh, yeah. my okay. head is. I, I love Stegman. Me too. Stegman, uh, ironically, um, I love Stegman. Arthur so, Stegman, <laughs> I have written down. <laughs> I, I just start going into Stegman. I'm like, is he the, mo- the most stereotypical Jewish character I've ever seen in my life? Uh, Sands, the father from Independence Day? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Stegman put Mel over the edge. Yeah, that, he I might think, have. I think he did. He might have. And then for the rest of the movie, I'd call him different names, like King Solomon over here. Or, 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 oh, shit. And other shit. He is a dude. He's like, oh god, oh don't worry, keep it playing. Oh god, oh gee. 
Yeah. I'm coming in. Oh, don't mind the soup. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm sliced. I'm, hey, payback. Don't come after me. <laughs> I, I am now seeing that. I see. Yeah, as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, God. This is like such a smearing, smearing of the 5,000 years of beautiful well, history. Well, payback does not mind leaning into racial stereotypes. Oh, oh yeah, no. I mean, Lucy Liu's whole character is just a stereotype. Yep. Oh, my God. Like, Lucy oh, Liu God, deserves Lucy so much Lou. better. Did she? I, I mean, better than being just like an Asian dominatrix, and that's her whole character. I'm going to say it. I'm going to go yeah. on record. This is the hottest Lucy Liu has ever been. It's pretty this hot. Is hot. <laughs> the hottest she's it's ever been. It's pretty hot, Lucy Liu. Like, got to get her Charlie's Angels. You can go fuck yourself. Lucy. Anything else, it's like, oh, you're fucking hot. Man. Lucy Liu can take a fucking punch in this movie. Yes. Jesus. She's taken multiple. I know. <laughs> Consensually. <laughs> and by the way, after the, uh, we'll get to the other part, but when she gets punched by uh, the one of the syndicate boys. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the firm? Outfit the outfit? Boys, the, the syndicate boys? The outfit boys. <laughs> and, and she calls him, hey, fatso. And uh, he grabs himself and he punches her and she gets out of the car. And why does she have one nail? Oh. If you notice, she has one nail and the rest are not there. She hmm. had one really long, like, on the forefinger. It's like, the coke nail would be on the bottom. Yeah. And that would be for a guy. And then if you're hiding coke, it should be all of your nails done. Yeah. Not the didn't make any sense, yeah. but I digress. Well, there was nothing to do. Continuity is not important, though, if you think about it. Because, like, in the castration scene, when they hit him with the car... The windshield's broken, then it's not later. So continuity is oh. not important in this movie. Either. Oh yeah, this this movie, the, the amount of reshoots they had to do oh my is God. just needless. They don't care about yeah. like they don't care about continuity. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they don't care about shit. I'll tell you where I want to start, man. If, if, do, if you want, do you want to start at I, the start, or do you want to start, start, start at that montage where that shit? <laughs> that is something that can only happen in that time frame. After like post nine eleven, we were done with that. Like the yes. ability. For a generic white guy to take another generic white guy's wallet <laughs> and run his credit Hold card. On. <laughs> Pulling out the notes. I mean, this is a I montage, just, boys. Most obvious pickpocket is so fucking obvious. <laughs> he fixes the guy's tie. And the guy just has to look at him like an asshole. <laughs> so we don't feel bad for the guy whose life is now destroyed. This, yeah. This is where he is like the most bad guy because it's it's so arbitrary, right? Like, is this just a day in a life reporter? Does he just go out, take somebody's wallet? Runs up a couple Rolexes, steals cigarettes from a diner uh, worker. Okay, hold on. <laughs> a, a, steals I, fucking uh, cash from a homeless person. He's yes. like, I'm crippled. Uh, and then I'm a Vietnam veteran. What are you doing? I cured you. Yeah. <laughs> now sit down. Which, sh- no, shut up. I cured you. First he said, shut up. <laughs> Not shut up, shut, shut up. up. With an A. Which kind of ripped from Eddie Murphy. You know? I yeah. have no legs. <laughs> It's it's that's totally like an opening straight out of like a nineteen. First of all, you're neglecting yeah. the first op- the beginning, the actual opening. Oh, with of him the, on the slab gu- table. Gunshot wound. Gunshot yeah. wound. GSW. Oh, with um do- the do- the drunk. Why does every fucking <laughs> criminal doctor have to be drunk? They have to be like. For, why would you go to the drunk doctor? What? Like, that he's like, oh, he's an alcoholic, but he does a hell of a job removing bullets. What self? That's hard to remove bullets. He knows his craft. What yeah. self-respecting <laughs> drunk cleans his uh, medical supplies with the whiskey he's drinking? Correct. <laughs> this is bullshit. And then, then it's like that. I just wrote drunk doctor. Why can't he just be a crook or blackmail? He has to be ashamed. <laughs> he has to be a shamed doctor that can no longer practice because he's fucking Jack's dad from Lost. You, you know what's <laughs> yeah. You know what's great about this scene though? 
um, that opening scene, it's not like they follow that scene with what happened. They're like, I got shot. Also, check me out, stealing yes. a bunch of shit. Oh, then, but then he's like, with the, the worst narration that just disappears from the movie, yeah. by the yeah. way. Oh, it, it just disappears. It disappears and reappears and, and disappears. And disappears. And reappears. And then, but he's like, can't, he makes, you can't go to the hospital. Because cops like to ask questions when it comes to gunshot wounds. That doesn't mean you have to answer them, Payback. <laughs> That's true. Like, you don't, you can just say, who shot you? I don't know. A guy with a gun. <laughs> that was I not- was running away. Would you be surprised if I told you that that was the producer's idea and not the director's idea for the voiceover? Really? Um, for the fucking voiceover. Who? Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> but they're so inconsistent with it, like you mentioned. Like, uh... Just like Lucy Liu's accent throughout yeah. the film. It's uh, so un- inconsistent. Yeah. It, it shows up, and then it disappears. Like, do you know what happened or not, guy? <laughs> and, then, and then, like, 30 minutes later, it shows back up again, and then dis- he, it, it disappears, and then it comes back when he has to be like, God, these corrupt cops are on my yeah. ass. I need yeah. to lose these guys. Yeah. Crooked cop. Bill uh, Duke's bothering me yeah. too much. I need to get rid of him. Yeah, it's like when the studio thinks, like, you can't follow this very simple plot. Well, oh, there's too many people following me. I got to lighten the load. It's like, hold on. No, nah, Gi- nah, I get that. Nah, you don't we, have to tell me. We understood that. We didn't need this. <laughs> Why, how the fuck is Mel Gibson conscious getting bullets ripped out of him? That's a great question. That Like, several that should kill him in vital places in his back. And he's just like, doesn't flinch. <laughs> like, he's fucking Mr. Joshua in Lethal Weapon. Like, just nothing. And then... And then he's walking, immediately walking around like nothing happened in a brand new custom suit. Where did that, did the doctor be like, well, you paid, here's your suit. Here's your custom suit that I got in the the closet. Yeah, you know the deal, free suit with every surgery I do. The time between him having the gunshot wound and us figuring out why, it's got to be like 20 minutes. Has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he and, then, and then he has. He has this is the other thing is like he he like slow like casually strolls over the turnstile on the subway. Yeah, this yeah. is the first indication. Like, have you ever tried to jump a subway? People on a crowded subway will be like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. And there's a clerk that works there. Like, there's one that's like, hey, "Could you not do that, sir?" Nope, yeah. he does it. No problem. Like, hey. it's a step. Payback plays by his own Payback rules. Payback plays by his own rules. <laughs> Too smooth for Oh, and then he goes to the diner. Why is the diner waitress hovering over him, I don't like know. talking to him? And then he's like, "How much?" So she's not waiting for the money from the check, and then she says two dollars and ninety-eight cents for a piece uh, for a cup of coffee and a pie. Nice. Where is this diner? <laughs> I remember ninety-nine. Yeah. Three dollars did not get you far in a diner. Yeah. Might have got you the coffee. Yeah, he definitely wasn't in Midtown. <laughs> yeah. Of whatever city this yeah. is. I, That's the, not even Cleveland prices, bro. <laughs> the dirtiest thing he did in that film was stealing that waitress's uh, cigarettes. Yeah. That, that was the most villainous thing. Me too. I say the same thing. Yeah. That's, that's fucked up. I mean, this yeah. working class woman. <laughs> yeah. got... Yo, I'd be furious. I'd be like, don't tip me. Don't you fucking touch my cigarettes, though. Yeah. You want to steal some, like, Wall Street Bros uh, Amex? Have at it, bro. By the way, so, yeah, he immediately goes to the bank. Where does he get the tie? He's at the bank of the tie, like, right after stealing the guy's wallet. I guess oh, maybe oh like, when he was getting the new I suit, mean, he's yeah. like, uh, how are you going to pay? Here's the car. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he goes to the bank and he clears out the account. Remember? Yeah. yeah. He, does, does he? Yeah, he yeah, goes, he goes, he goes to the bank account that. with the guy. First of all, he pickpockets a guy that looks nothing like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mr. Johnson. I agree. And who's more than too happy to take his TMV photo. <laughs> that he, he's like, ha! Like, super happy to take his... He's like grinning mouth open and shit. Like, not even like lips open. Like, yeah. mouth. Like, oh my god, surprise party. Like, look. Jesus Christ. And then he goes to the bank. He's like, yeah, this looks close enough yeah. to me. It's like, you're fucking Mel Gibson. This is... <laughs> All with like the most annoying attempted nor music in the background. Oh, it's like that thriller 1960s like hip shit. Yeah. That that last scene where he's like at the fucking like banquet hall and they're like the card doesn't work. Scan yeah. it again. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna dine and ditch. I, I, I literally <laughs> did this during the steak dinner. Like I wrote that and then like, they're like scan it again. I have 100% done with payback, dude. (laughs) And by the way, have just left my card somewhere that I know. That one of them that happened right before COVID at a bar that we all know that I will not mention. (laughs) That we've all done a gig there. Impossible. And I will never do another gig there because they still have my card. Hmm. That I... Oh, there was no money on there? Wink. Whoops. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to go to the bank and sort this out. No, you hold on to that card. Yeah. By the way, I love that in 1999, still the old school credit card machine. Yeah. (laughs) Where it takes three weeks to know if someone robbed. Correct. How does the waiter be like, oh, this was declined? By who? Right. (laughs) It's supposed to take place in the 1970s. Um, Except it's 1999. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Run that back. Okay, this yeah. is supposed to take place. This is supposed to take place. Get the in fuck the, out yeah, of here! Don't you remember all those rotary uh, phones, <laughs> phones in cars in the 1970s? What the fuck? <laughs> nah, that is a note. Rotary I, car phones. What I've, is I've watched this movie five thousand times. I never picked that up. That, Me, oh. I was watching it and I didn't it, pick that up at th- all. There was fuck the costume designer because that like didn't come across. Oh, the production designer at all? <laughs> yeah, at all. This movie. Like at no. the earliest, no, I don't it accept like that. 1991. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> the earliest. I don't, I don't accept this. Yes. And <laughs> then they go to the uh, immediately after getting the guys the money from the, the bank account, goes and buys a suit, brand new suit for the suit that he already owns. It's like, don't you have bigger fish to fry than go to a fucking tailor and well, get a brand new custom suit which you're already wearing? You're making a great. You're making a great point. The things that he chooses to do this day are all just yeah, so fuck. strange. Okay, don't get me wrong. I totally get the watch thing. I get the Rolex. I get the Rolex. Get the Ro- then he goes. Hell, I get the pawn shop gun. Okay, but he goes <laughs> yeah. to the gun store. That makes sense. Goes to the gun store. Says he's like, uh, I'll give you nine hundred for the Rolex. He says, uh, let me get, let me get the Magnum. <laughs> the Magnum. I'm not a big gun nut, <laughs> but pretty sure a Magnum revolver. Yeah. That could kill an elephant. Sure. Is. Slightly more expensive than nine hundred dollars. He's like, no, no, five hundred in the 500 gun. Five hundred in the gun. <laughs> Does he need to see a gun license? No, no, just no, he doesn't. just He's your like, ID. Yeah, you seem good. Just some, uh, just some <laughs> other guy, guy that ID. doesn't look like him. That doesn't ID. look like him. <laughs> Man, if someone goes down for this. It's Johnson. Yeah, the other thing though is like he did <laughs> buy a firearm with that guy's. Uh, ID. Yeah. We're not telling that guy's story. What happened to him oh, after he, payback? He jumped off a roof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in Chi-Town. <laughs> payback to Johnson's Revenge. <laughs> Johnson's Revenge. <laughs> Johnson's Revenge on payback. It, it was always 500 in the Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I found. <laughs> yeah, to run it back, because now when it it's hitting mm-hmm. me that this is supposed to You're take place in the it. 1970s and stuff... 
That Doesn't card, that that credit card he's using, I'm pretty sure came out in 1996. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. not at all the fucking same yeah. time he, period. This is fucking... Oh, by the way, I, and if that's the case, I would have been such a criminal in the 1970s. <laughs> yeah. I'd be still in jail. No. They, now, in 2021, they did, I'd be in jail. They did right no now. work to make it in 1970. They're like, Nothing. here's Dude, some 99. A car, a little thing, 1973. That's all you need. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. It make more sense for the doctor drinking his blood-induced fucking bullets. <laughs> That's true. Like, pre-AIDS. But then, to go from this ridiculous montage, it was like, okay, we've yeah. established Porter's a tough guy, right? Uh, before we get to this, when he's eating the steak dinner <laughs> and, like, drinking the whiskey and smoking all at the same time, yeah. we're like, yo, that's my definition of heaven. Yeah. Sitting, like, I was like, damn, that all looks so good right now. Like, sitting in a booth by myself, by the by way. By yourself. <laughs> in the, my brand new stolen suit. The acting choice the, to put out the cigarette mm. in the ashtray. Try it again. Impossible. Yeah. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very I mean, this is. Mel some, has great cigarettes. Yeah, he, did, he, really he really does. does. He really does. Top top tier cigarette work. Like, he's like, listen, Payback knows how to smoke. Yeah. So it's like, we get this day in a life, and like that's really inconsequential because that's not really what a day in a life reporter is. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> After no, that. A day no. in the life is At usually all. like planning no. for robberies yeah. and whatnot. And can we make it more obvious that his wife is a junkie? Oh. <laughs> like, you mean. Initially, like, from go. <laughs> like, she's walking. What? Walking down the middle of what? a city street. <laughs> she is. She's walking down like she's stepping on cigarettes the whole way. Yeah, like, uh, yeah she's got the craziest like. She can't walk because yeah. she's fucking drugged out. So, are, are you referring to the false bottom heroin shoe? Yes. Are you referring the to the false bottom heroin shoe? She's got Oh, first of all, the James Bond of the junkie game. Yeah. Like, who are you doing this for? You're where, going home. Where? Where? You're not gonna just have your drugs there? No, just in case you need a hit, this heel, this yes, fucking pump, it's a hit on the go, has a fucking hit on the go. And you can tie off. Like everything's there. She's got everything. Got a mini kit. Oh man. And with an eyedropper too, so it's just a one-stop dude, shop. Dude. But. And, and couldn't be bothered. Oh, like I, I have so much about this apartment. She, she oh, <laughs> it is dude. the slummiest. The department. compartment in her shoe. The James Bond and junkies. <laughs> First of all, if she was a real junkie, these shoes would have done been sold. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Do you know how how much you could have sold like fucking built-in heroin yes. shoes to a junkie? But look at this. Oh shit. <laughs> you could get on a plane with these. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tie off. Maybe in not bike. in two years. But right now, yeah. <laughs> first of all, when he kicks open the door, when the, the his wife like comes, <laughs> he, he, he nails her, nails her, and then he runs her. through the house with the magnum in the air. Yeah. Does he not know she's behind the door? Because it looks like it's like I'm not sure if he's looking for her or other people in the apartment. And then all of a sudden, she's just like he like goes back to the door, and she's like, ugh. I thought you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be fair, uh, to that point. Are you um, going to fucking shoot me already? Or yo, what? <laughs> what's that? I, exactly. Just that right there. She's like, what are you going to do? Kill me? Yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to If they want him to be a bad guy, right there, three in the yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But what's he do? Picks her up, puts her to bed. Real life Mel wouldn't do this. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> There's a whole scene that was cut out, actually. Really? Yeah, there was a whole scene between the door and mm -hmm. him carrying her to bed where they're having a discussion about what That happened. makes sense. Because to give a little context, his wife 
and his best friend supposedly mm-hmm. shot him in the back. And, we don't and know this yet though because yet. the movie's bad. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Of course, I think at the door scene they should have at least flashed back to yeah. that and then brought her to bed. But no, no, no. We have to learn that after she overdoses on yes. heroin. Why? But <laughs> Val is his best friend. Val is his best. Yeah, friend. Val is his best friend. The discount, <laughs> discount James Woods. Yeah, oh, that <laughs> James James Woods con. Yeah, I was going to say James con. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking um there's a scene in between with a with a dash of Roger Roger Dornan there, <laughs> where they because in the flashback uh they do this heist they steal from the triad uh they basically have like a head on collision which yeah. causes them to just be perfectly fine and the other people oh. fucked <laughs> he had so much more he put his mouthpiece in I know, right? Okay. That's it, right? Just a mouthpiece. If we're going to skip ahead to this heist. But see, the problem is we shouldn't be skipping ahead because continuity-wise, we should know why he's mad at his wife by now. Yes. He's got a gunshot wound. He basically had a night on the town or a day on the town, whatever. And now we mean his junkie wife with no context of why he was shot. Still. Yes. Still. Exactly. And then just puts... Puts her back to bed in the theatrical version. Puts her back to bed like nothing happened. In the director's cut, he explains to her about this photo he finds of him and his former like colleague, Rosie, who was mm. a prostitute, who she got mad about, which caused her to shoot him in the back and wow. betray him, which led to them having a domestic abuse fight. <laughs> like, literally, Mel Gibson throwing this motherfucker across the room. Wow! In that scene, the actress actually, Deborah Younger, uh, actually broke two ribs <laughs> really? during the throwing scene. Now that's Mel Gibson. Yeah. Oh, that's just pure. That's real life Mel Gibson right there. And that's one of the scenes that the production team really had a problem with. You mean uh, evidence? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, no. But it was one of the scenes that they had an issue with because it was too dark, even mm-hmm. though. The director was like, hey, no, you mean, it's you supposed mean the lighting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't think that the scene probably should have stayed in the movie. It's a little bit too yikesy. Yeah. The director says that it's supposed to show a little bit more gray area to be like, oh, why is Mel Gibson abusing his wife like this? What's going on? And then when it's revealed, it's like, oh, now it makes sense. Yeah, that doesn't work. Which I think to myself... That's a little bit. That's a little bit of a what the fuck, my yeah. guy. Yeah. That's a reach. Spousal abuse, sure, but then he carries her back into the bed. He finds her heroin stash, takes away her heroin stash, mm-hmm. and then basically sets her up to be going cold turkey. You forgot one very important part. All right. That he randomly stops and listens to the music box. <laughs> he's sitting there listening to the music box that's playing, like, and he's like. Then she shuts it closed. And takes it. And, and takes it. It's like, oh, so deep down we're supposed to know he's a good guy. It's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck Stop yourself. Stop it. Stop it. Be bad. Be payback or be Mel Gibson. <laughs> so, he, yeah. so he locks her in, in, in her room to set her up to be cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Not knowing about the James Bond heroin junkie well, I mean. spot. Wakes up the next day on the couch to find her overdose, and yeah. that's when you get into the flashback. Also, cleanest overdose death ever. Yeah, no really vomit, cool. no blood, no like excessive <laughs> shitting yourself or pissing yourself, anything in the sheet. Then he lays down next to her corpse. Very creepy. Yeah. Super <laughs> and I mean the just the visual of uh taking the heroin needle 
and then impaling the uh, the wedding ring. The it's wedding like, ring. Yeah. Like marriage. Why? Ain't marriage grand. Yeah. It's like it's like. All right, <laughs> director. Evidence you were here. Yeah, correct. <laughs> how long? This is a question for both of you. How long is the distance between when she betrays him mm-hmm. till payback comes back to his wife's apartment? It's actually uh, three months. Three months. It's, it's, That's how long it's supposed to be? Yeah, it's supposedly three months that he's been missing. Okay, so she, in three months, she goes from zero to fucking junkie <laughs> to fucking Brad Noel from Sublime. <laughs> and like... Yeah, no. I just wrote, well, maybe a week? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're making a great point. Cano- canonically, it feels like So she's like, like sitting there like, oh, where are you going? Like laying in bed all healthy and like <laughs> yeah. not not drugged out of her mind at 930 in the morning. Hey, 70 grand changes people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh, this is the worst. It's as I'm eating popcorn in the mic, but when they're scoping it out, Val eating Chinese food in the street. <laughs> <laughs> so Who, with chopsticks. Yeah. Like, who does so, this? This is gross. Like, you're losing half that rice, bro. The, the, you know Val doesn't know chopsticks like that. So, the, the, you're right. The, the game plan was that they were going to rob the, the triad who have, like, a daily, like, a weekly pickup or a daily pickup. Yeah. And and the whole time, Mel uh, Payback is standing there with Val, who is, like, this is where I'm, like, this is very this is very James Woods-esque yeah. mannerisms going on. With the, the most obvious setup for payback to get double crossed, exact the exact number that he needs, or right. exactly what they're gonna steal. <laughs> well, they don't know that's the exact amount. They're thinking like, oh, it's gonna be like three hundred thousand dollars. It's gonna be millions. We're gonna be set, and then they steal it, and it's a hundred and forty thousand. Yeah. yeah, and he needs a hundred and thirty to get into the syndicate. <laughs> so Greg Henry. Who we're being introduced to now this guy to me he's the real mvp man he's just like <laughs> oh. he's just chewing up scenery oh he uh, definitely is just just like uh after they uh they take out the um the triads and steal the money is like uh he's still beating up the chinese guy after he's just been, beating them yeah just beating corpses and he, <laughs> he's just punching corpses yeah. in and, the face and then Immediately, his race is like, you know, worst thing about uh, beating up a child is you, you want to do it again an hour later. It's like, wow, okay. This guy's racist, too. This guy's a terrible person. Now, you, you've made a great point here with the, the 140000 So, it was 130 to get back into the syndicate. 130 to get back into the syndicate slash the outfit. But what annoys me about it, right, throughout the entire film, is that in this first scene, you've established that it's $140,000, yeah. right? 70000 is his cut. That's half of it. Throughout the rest of the film, I got to hear 130,000. And boys, it drove me yeah. crazy. 70. 70,000. I just. That's even worse. I, I, why is there a disconnect between 140 and 130? Like, just make it 140 to get back into the syndicate. Where's the other $10,000? Yeah, why dollars, it, why bro? does it got to be? Yeah, why is it got to be 130? Because then Mel should be like, it's 65,000. Yeah. Like, you know, the whole thing just bugs yeah, the shit out of me. Yeah, it's. It's it's a little bit it's it's frustrating. I know I, it's so frustrating. I, that's a great point. That's a no, great point. No, that, no. Like why not just make it that? Like, Every time because like they have the running joke of whenever he's trying to get the money, it's like no, it's seventy thousand, and they yeah. always they always say the higher number, but the higher number isn't the amount of money they stole. <laughs> yeah. And for the entire remainder of the movie, guys, I I get really fucking frustrated. <laughs> also, I don't know like he has to buy back it. Mm-hmm. How did he, like, lose a hundred and th- to get? Ba- I, he has to get I don't know. Back it. That means he was already in their graces. Right. Does payback not already know that Val? He should this? know that. 
He should. I mean, it's his best friend. Because he, he when they rob him, he's like, well, how much do you owe the syndicate? And he tells him. Yeah. like, I, I owe 100, 140, 130 to buy yeah. back in. Yeah. It's like, what happened that you got kicked out? Like, <laughs> what did that be? You're not, like, if, if you and I were talking and you said that, and I said that to you, mm-hmm. what would your next question to me be? What? <laughs> yeah, no, it would be like, well, what the fuck happened? What, like, what the fuck happened that you need $130,000? Yeah. Uh, it was Vegas, like, whatever. It was a good story. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. A good story. There's no explanation. It's just Nothing like... at all. It's just like, I need to get my back in. Oh, I see. What? Anyway. What's the what's the wife getting out of this? Oh. The 10000 so Heroin. <laughs> That's what she's getting Ten, out of. $10,000 worth of heroin? I can't believe... Guys, I swear to God, I have so many of these. <laughs> so, I, the next one I wrote is, when they're driving past the car... Yeah. How does he notice the seatbelts? <laughs> <laughs> you notice, notice that they weren't wearing their seatbelts. First of all, how do you know they're not a lap band? I, I, I love the little like mechanics outfits that oh, they yes. that they wear to like run into another car. Yeah. I love that when when they're done <laughs> trying to kill all the Asian people, that they all sit in the front seat. Yes. <laughs> all three of them are in the front seat of the car yes. when they ride there out. There's a back seat, and then <laughs> also the. What I love is like, I'm sorry, Val, did you um, need payback on this job? Yeah. His expertise was ramming head on into another car <laughs> and murdering them while you're wearing a seatbelt and they are not. Well, payback's an ideas man, you know, Val. And why was Val in the car if he knew the play? He's like, listen, I'm just going to let you know, payback. This but he, does not but bode he, well for you. But he either. doesn't know the plan. Yeah. He doesn't because he's sitting he there. Did. And Mel puts in the mouth. He's like, oh, shit. Like, oh, God. I guess I'm just going to bite my chin. <laughs> makes no sense. Oh, man. Yeah, this is. Also, too, the, like, I don't know. I, now, now this is just is frustrating. It the, me is it the, 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 the random amount of money? Is it the random amount of money that's bothering you? Yeah. <laughs> 140000 You know how hard it is to say $140,000? When was, when was the seatbelt mandate? Ooh, that would have been in the seventies. I, I, I think it was like seventy. I think that would have been like seventy-eight. I think that would have been like late late seventies. Yeah, okay, seventy-seven. Then why is them not wearing a seatbelt a big deal? That isn't They're unusual. They're also not wearing a seatbelt. No, no one's ever wearing a seatbelt because uh, it's the seventies. The Asians weren't wearing mouth guards. <laughs> Duh. If only problem. Princess Diana wore a mouth guard. Hey, Fucking She'd be the people's queen by now. You know, Paul Walker, tragic death. If well, maybe no mouth mouth to, be, to be fair, maybe it was the 70s because I didn't see one airbag. <laughs> no, not one. That's not true. one single airbag. I just wrote after the crash, payback is invincible. <laughs> he kind of is. Yeah. He kind of is. is. A little bit. But yeah. See, I mean, then I was the, like, why did his wife come along? Like, why? Like, why? He's like, well, I got to go, you know, rob these Asian guys. See you later, honey. She's like, oh, no, I'll meet you there. <laughs> why don't they just, the like... Fuck? Don't show up at my job. Like, if you need the money, why don't you just sell these random cars you have? Like, yeah. you use one car to run into another car. She came with, with another, another car. car. It's like, I don't know. That, you might be able to get a quick 70 off of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he gets backstabbed because of things. Yeah, well... Some, Val someone should give him free. a PhD. And I just wrote, in what? Pointless ruses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the Also... Another point of confusion that's going to remain in the movie is no one has determined what the name of this random mafia mob thing is. Like, it's the syndicate. syndicate. It's the, the firm. It's the outfit. I'm like, <laughs> pick one. Well, the, the whole thing, too, the whole confusion, the beginning part where uh, Mel's like, how, uh, or Payback is like. Uh, <laughs> no, Mel's much, fine. Mel's fine. Mel's fine. Yeah. As long as you don't say Porter. <laughs> 
he's cut, like cut his mic off. How, how much? How much <laughs> he's like, how much? How much uh, is it to get back to the syndicate? He's like, no, 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 it's the outfit. Found out later, it's because the syndicate is the name of the New York mafia, and mm. the outfit is the name for oh. the Chicago mafia. To say that this movie takes place in Chicago, Fuck that's that. why they're called the outfit. No. Stupid, pointless facts you find on IMDb. Yeah, so that's where the confusion comes in. And that's oh, now I, it's clear. <laughs> I get now it now. It makes, now it makes perfect well, they, sense. Well, I mean, they, they did have elevated trains, so it was and either also, Chicago or the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> so one yeah. of the two. <laughs> it makes and, it totally yeah. clear. It's and either also, Chicago or New York. And also, the firm was already a movie, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> better movie. Yeah, <laughs> better seriously. movie than this. Oh, by the way, after they shoot him like 37 times. Yes. He is clearly not dead. <laughs> he's so obviously like he's not dead. rolling around like, oh god, why'd you shoot me? Why'd you shoot payback in the back? These guys didn't look for an obituary. Nothing. They just assumed like, right, he's dead. <laughs> no, they did the classic. I'm just gonna kick you unconscious, and yeah. then you're just gonna yeah. Die. Dude, he wasn't unconscious. He his eyes were open, like, Ugh. like he was like rolling around. I'd be scanning the newspapers for a couple weeks, like random dude, fucking yeah. dead. Payback is. Like they, they gotta know he's fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know. By the way, I love how we have to have the shower like uh, with, with, with shower. two bullets to prove that he has yeah, two the two bullets. bullets. But also, he the has marine, to have the marine tattoo to let you know. Yeah. This guy. Payback was in the marines. This guy's tough. <laughs> Payback's hard. Yeah. That's, that's not even the tattoo a marine would get. You yeah. wouldn't get USMC. You yeah. know. Not in the slave. No. Oh, no. <laughs> There's so many other things a marine. Believe would it or get. not, I'm not in the marines, yeah. Reggie. I don't. <laughs> Me neither. I know that's not the tattoo they would get. Uh, oh man! So, uh, what do you think about? Uh, what do I think about the guy from Mike Dexter's gang? Yes, her dealer. <laughs> God yeah, damn it! Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say if we're talking about if we're talking about inconsistencies with why that's this not is not what not a 70s, 70s guy would look like. Why is Frankie Rodriguez have fucking <laughs> Freddie Rodriguez have fucking dreadlocks? Yeah, dreadlocks. Nose a ring. nose ring. Rose McGowan's boyfriend from fucking Planet Terror Dude. shows up. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, like Mike, De- one of Mike Dexter's henchmen in Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mike De- he's looking like a hacker straight out of Hackers. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there, like, there was like, never they a, suck. They suck. <laughs> there was never a more '90s outfit. Yeah. <laughs> what that? Yeah, if he, yeah, he was like legit wearing Jenkos. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, with the chain wallet. He's like a dealer in Venice Beach right now. Also, <laughs> yeah. also, payback. Go fuck yourself. I'm just here to sell heroin. Yeah, like, <laughs> He's taking it? shots of the ribs yeah, and shit. Exactly. Like, yo, bro, I just met you. Yeah. What I love is that Mike Dexter, uh, Mike Dexter's gag. I'm just gonna call him Mike Dexter. Mm-hmm. I don't, even though he's not Mike Dexter in the movie. He's Freddie Rodriguez. Yeah. Is that- Freddie Freddie Rodriguez. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's the dealer. It's like. You know when he got this part that he was like, first I had Can't Hardly Wait. Mm-hmm. Now I'm doing a solo scene with yep. Mad Max. Yo, by 2002, I'm winning an Oscar. <laughs> I'm winning an Oscar. It's it's Frankie's year, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Only moving up in the world. Only moving yeah. up in the world. Why, after the guy yeah. who kicks the shit out of you, yeah. like in his boxers, kicks the shit out of you, and is holding... An enormous gun, mm-hmm. <laughs> obnoxiously An large. An obnoxiously <laughs> large gun. Immediately says like they. He asks him where Val Res. He's like, you know where he's right here. Right, he's, right right here here, he's, he's like right talking. Talk, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? you like you just you're clearly outgunned here. He he slapped you, took your gun, turned you around, gave you two, like palm strikes yeah. to the ribs, but like hard punches. Like I know how to fight punches. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, this guy's clearly a Marine. Look at his tattoo. 
<laughs> he didn't notice his tattoo. He didn't check the arm. That's yeah. the problem. He See, didn't notice the tattoo. That's yeah. why he's an Air Force guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but you get that super, like, kind of sweet scene where he, like, rips the fucking nose ring out. Which that. he clearly lets him do, by yeah. the way. Oh. There's no, like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Pulls it right he's like out. sitting on his hands while he like just ripped. It. He's not tied yeah. to anything. Yeah, a character that doesn't matter even a little bit. Like he's only there to be like, well, here's where the next guy you yeah, can ask. He's just, just shitting himself. This, yeah, yeah. I wrote that later in this movie. I was like, this movie is literally a video game. It is. <laughs> it, it's it's a series of NPCs. Yeah. Like, um, go talk to that bartender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to I got to fight that. I, then I got to fight that. When we, I got to fight Stack. When we talk <laughs> when we talk about the bartender there's a line oh. that I have to talk. Oh, about. yes. Okay. Oh, the, oh, oh my okay. God. So, so fuck, fuck this drug dealer, though. We got to get to Stegman. But before, that, <laughs> oh, yes. before we do that, why does he let the drug dealer live? There's, yeah. there's no reason to keep him alive. She's dead. He's the cause of it, quote unquote. Yeah. He's clearly working for the people that... He's seen your face. Him, yeah, like, he's seen your face. He knows you have a giant gun. You, you know this guy that's looking for the guy that you work for. Yeah. Like, why is he alive? Like, I just... That's a great question. I don't um, know. He, he has to attach his life a machine means nothing gun to, to Rose McGowan's amputated leg, <laughs> yeah. so she need, yes, he he needs to stay alive. Yeah, we, we need Freddy. Which takes, takes us to Arthur Stegman. Oh. Arthur Steggy Stegman. The <laughs> fakest name that has ever been made. Arthur, Arthur Stegman, man. So, you so first got off, taxi stand before, Yeah, before they even get to the, He goes to the... Yeah, so, so Freddy Rodriguez gives him Stegman. <laughs> MVP of the movie. Yes. Stegman. Dude. They go to the taxi service, and the first scene is he goes up to the receptionist. Yeah. <laughs> a very large black man. Very <laughs> large black who man. Who is large, but not really intimidating. No, no. <laughs> because he's so out of shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, he's very very much like... Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and the, right, he just gets intimidated. He's like, I, I'm looking for Stegman. I don't... He's not here. So where can I find him? Not my problem. <laughs> and then after he tells him to go fuck himself, smash cut. Oh, I'm pretty like sure, that. by the way, if you're on a, on a taxi dispatcher service, it's actually, it comes with the job that you have a toothpick yeah. in your mouth. That, oh, every oh, time. Oh, totally. Every, every time. time. That's how you know it's the 70s. Yeah. Everybody has a toothpick and everyone's a bad, like, bad yeah. motherfucker when they're running a taxi so, service. So that was Kwame Amoaku, who <laughs> apparently is the radio man. I didn't know that. But like, <laughs> Again, where this movie is funny and it's not trying to be, you don't see Mel Gibson actually strike him. You just see him in the next scene and the guy's kind of rubbing his head like, oh. out of his yeah. head. He's just like, here he is. God's here to see you. It's like, well, well this is a Popeye Stegman, cartoon? Stegman and the Dirty Cops are playing craps. Craps, yeah. Without a house to play against. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. There's no one else there. There's no action. There's no action. Like, you're not betting any against anyone. <laughs> You, if you're playing crabs, you're playing against the house. Yeah. And so you can't win. There's nothing to play. So so is Stegman the house? He, he's rolling. <laughs> the house doesn't roll. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Holy shit. It was always 140 grand. Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as that happens, as soon as he walks in, the cops immediately expose themselves as dirty cops. Yeah, yeah. That they're gambling and they're like, Wait. looks like assault to me. The, pull back their yeah, <laughs> what a stupid line. Hey, Porter here, looks like assault to me. Porter looks like the type of guy to resist arrest. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you could have kept your jacket closed because you don't know who he is. Right, right. That, you know, maybe he doesn't know your cops yet. I just want, just want to talk about yeah. the cops for five yeah, seconds. Yeah, please. Jack Conley. Yep. 
definitely looks like a dirty cop. Yes. Bill Duke looks like a pimp. Yeah. Bill Duke. He just looks like a fucking pimp. Bill Duke has <laughs> swag in this movie, dude. He's got the fucking Morpheus sunglasses. Morpheus sunglasses with the gold chain yeah, off gold of him. Chain and the like gold watch at the end. He he's definitely a dirty cop because no cop has swag like that on that salary. Oh. oh a 1970s yes. detective dressed like a fucking. I mean, I wrote this later, but I'll just say now is that uh, Bill Duke's bow tie deserves a bow. Mm. <laughs> totally. Definitely. He's great. Conley's yeah. holding him back. He's great. Oh, yeah. Whole t- uh, yeah. They're just like, what are you doing, Stegman? I know Stegman. Oh, what Artie, are you you're dealing heroin? <laughs> what is this, heroin? Not, this is heroin. This is heroin. <laughs> Arthur, by the way. Arthur, Arthur Stegman's reaction, so like when... Pay- hey, it's nothing. When Payback throws heroin that was in his pocket at him, and the cops are like, yeah, okay, we're okay with this. And they now know that Artie Stegman's also dealing dope. Like, Stegman's just like, no, nah, don't worry about it. Don't, stop Shut up. Play the round. Play the round. Finish your game. But don't touch my money. Boy, face. <laughs> finish your game, you. Finish your game. He There's put, fresh locks over there. <laughs> he puts his hat on the money. He's like. Yeah, don't touch my money. Oh, yeah, that'll stop it. Yeah. That'll stop, yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking napkin at an EDM club. That ain't doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> If you uh, think that's keeping in freshness, you're living in a fucking fantasy world. Fucking Stegman. Immediately. You're right. You got two MVPs here. Bill Duke is just killing it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Ste- savage. Stegman's already fucking going. I I love the scene so He's much. Just such a scared little cat. And they're, yeah. just, they're just like fucking testing the heroin. Like, oh shit. This mm-hmm. is heroin. Fight. Who fucking tastes heroin? Like, and, oh, this is it. And, and yeah, Stegman's right. answer is like, let's just step outside. Hey, guys, we're going to go outside not, now. Yeah. To have, why? You've never met this man. Why are you having a conversation? It's so that when they leave, they go, he's not putting us in the cut. Yeah. This is upsetting. Steggy's been holding out. He's been holding out on us. Yeah. Oh, that leads nowhere, shit. by the way. That line just he yeah. throws it out, goes nowhere. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. They trust him to get uh, paybacks money with him. Like, huh? Yeah, their weird alliance throughout the remainder of the film it just really doesn't make a lot of sense. Not, not at all. Not in the slightest. They're dirty cops. They should be um, basically putting the screws to Stegman because they now know he's a dope dealer. Yes. While also playing the other side of it. There is no house, Dan. Yeah. There's, no there's no house. house. <laughs> there's no house. To play. There's no- <laughs> There's no house to These play These guys against. don't know how to fucking uh, embezzle or do corruption It's like, all. if you're doing this, you can do this against a wall, mm-hmm. like fucking gentlemen. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're playing craps. And then he brings them outside, and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm not going to kill you in front of these kids. That, he's worried about the kids, not the two police officers. <laughs> right, right. That clearly say you walked out with him. Know your name. Know they're, that you're carrying a gun. They're looking at you through the window. You, through the window that are 20 feet away. But the kids are the ones that bother they're, you. They're terrible. He has like principles, Dan. He has principles. Kids. He has principles. He does have principles. I will say this. Payback. Yeah, did, did you hear the music box? He, he's, a, <laughs> he's, pay, a, he's a good man. Payback throughout the film uh, has principles. They're, they're completely off. But like he doesn't really care about the 130, 140, you know, you decide. Grand, he only cares about his cut, so he's a hey, man listen, of morals. Payback cares about payback. Yeah. But but does he? But exactly, cuz like <laughs> if if Val gave him 70 grand right off, like right when he got back after getting shot, I think Val might have actually walked away from this. I think so, cuz he just wanted what was due to him. Yeah. But like at the same time, how do I square a guy who will rob a waitress of like $3 worth of cigarettes and but also needs 
just his cut? Like because civilians don't matter. Uh, like he has principles mm, in the underworld. That's fair. Civilians, oh, whatever. Yeah, no honor thieves. amongst thieves. Yeah, yeah, honor amongst thieves. That's the whole thing. Staggy's been holding out. Staggy's holding out, man. Okay, then we go to Val's apartment. Well, Stegman, okay, okay. Stegman gave up uh, Val, a location. Yeah. Gave out Val's location. Yeah. And then fucking we go to Val's evil lair. Yeah. <laughs> Val's what, do you mean, overpriced his, Do you mean evil. the devil's his, advocate his, office? His, his, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His, and by, by the way, and how you're introduced to it, the phone rings and he bangs it on the first ring and it pops up. Was he just standing there? <laughs> that was a pretty fire. Yeah, yeah. Also, how many times do you practice doing that? That you bang the phone and it pops up? I feel that's a lot of risk and not a lot of reward. Like, you're hanging up on that guy. And if it's the 70s, well, his shit wasn't connected to any machine. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, it's going to take a minute to call Everyone that. has a fucking rotary phone. Yeah. Well, he first get, he gets the call from downstairs to be like, there's a mist down here looking yeah. to see. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah, send him up, whatever. Yeah, send him up. Send him up, send him up. Send him up, send him up. Doing, like, I, I, look, <laughs> the reason why I'm not big on Val's character is that, like, whenever I see him, I'm just like, I wish James Woods was in this movie. Because <laughs> it's like, he's yeah. doing a bad Or J- James Conn. Or James, or James Conn. Either one would work. You could... James James Conn, I think if 70s James Conn, like sunny James Conn, mm. that would be fire. But like this, I'm watching this and I'm like, this you. is just you, James You Wood. touch my Asian, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one that beats up <laughs> this Asian. You got to get next to a head, go bada bing! <laughs> get Asian braids all over your nice Ivy League. So, so your problem is that he's it's, not James Wood. like, it's, he's... Doing a James Wood impersonation, like what? specifically James Wood from Casino. Yeah, like yes. just just him from Casino. Where are you? Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. I'm with you now. But I mean, this dude is milking his oh, fucking line. Hubba, 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 hubba. I wrote I, that down. Like every time they wrote this, like what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> When Lucy Lou starts saying it, I'm like, this is, this Did is. Did she learn that from him? Like, yeah. out of all the things? I, You know, like, the same way you guys were saying that, like, um, payback was invincible. Um, Lucy Lou is the only hooker that can take punches from Val. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> she's the only God. one, man. She's she's built for it. Like, well, she's supposed to be like a dominatrix. Yeah, yeah it's a whole BDSM thing. She's supposed to be like an Asian dominatrix. Way over the top, Dr. Mm-hmm. Matrix, by the way. Way over the top. Like, walk in the door, punching him in the balls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no, like, discussion. Like, the, not like, okay, bedroom. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, like, he's on the phone affecting uh, syndicate business. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's, like, business. outfit, <laughs> outfit. firm business. Firm and she's, business. like, kneeing him in the balls. She's yeah. slapping him. She's got Beating a fucking... the shit out of him. Like, uh, the, like the riding crop. His, twisting his nip. Yeah. It's not, and then, like, uh, Stegman calls him, or whoever. Stegman. Stegman he's, calls him. And it was like, uh, yeah, well, I gotta meet you, or whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, give me 20 minutes. First of all, your hooker just got here. I know. I know. <laughs> his expensive hooker. Yeah, because these are high class. Hooker, and then he's like, oh, I'll be there in 20 minutes to go meet King Solomon. Fucking. <laughs> he. How close is this bar yeah. that they're supposed to be meeting that he's like, oh, I'll do 20 minutes? Yeah. And then I just wrote after this Val's chest hair also deserves an honor. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. I, I'm also, like, confused by, like, his overall demeanor at the uh, restaurant if he's just 20 minutes out of getting beat up by his yeah. hooker. Like, you think he'd be a little more relaxed? Yeah. <laughs> 
in nah, that scenario. Nah, he's high strung. He's violent. He's off the wall. That's why he's good for the outfit. Mm, yeah. yeah. Slash yeah. farm slash syndicate. Sla- slash syndicate. <laughs> that, that bar, like, oh my God. Could this they, is a could hilarious have... scene, by the way. Well, you're, <laughs> That's forgetting the, about, scene, you're forgetting about the other scene in between them, though, where um, uh, Payback goes to see the, the other hooker. That's in, right. In the, oh, dark, right. the random the hooker. Bar. The yeah. random oh, hooker. Th- that one, yeah. That's and not in the director's that, cut. Yeah, well, <laughs> she's... Why is it that in these movies, everyone assumes that all prostitutes know each other? Right. Right. Like, <laughs> we do comedy. Guess what? You, We were talking about a comic before. I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, like, I don't know who that is. And that guy lives 20 minutes away. What? Probably. Oh, there's yeah. Been, like, been right guy, down the block. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's been guys that I've literally worked with. Like, there's a funny story. Like, um, me talking to uh, Dan when uh, Shane Gillis got, you know, yeah. fired from SNL. And I was like... Yeah, I never heard of this guy. He was like, dude, we were on a show with him. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, whoops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like telling her, he's like, her name's Rosie. And then she says, quote, without looking at the picture, by the way, says, she sounds expensive. Yeah, I know. What about that? What? She's, he didn't even mention she's blonde. I, I, I love that, that this once married man who uh, watched his wife OD on heroin. Yes. Carries around a picture of a hooker he used to drive around that he's folded in half so that you can't see that he's in the photo with the hooker. And, like, what? How long? Sentimentality, Reggie. Yeah. Symbolism. Hooker with the Symbology. 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 I, for, I forgot about that scene, too. I, I did to forget go, about the scene. I go back on the forever conversation yeah. of this movie's supposed to take place in the 70s. Her apartment just looks like the friend set. Yeah, it does. Oh, it's yeah. Just it really the does. Friend set. <laughs> I also, that hooker, uh, the random hooker, deserves an Oscar because her attempting to get that fifty dollars bill from Mel Gibson is a great scene. Which <laughs> just such, just a, such a real move. Too. Yeah, it really is. Uh, no, of the real move though, when she's smoking the cigarette and saying, "Do you got another cigarette?" Which has one hundred percent happened to me several times yep. in my life that I've been sitting there. Like smoking a cigarette on the street, and someone comes up smoking a cigarette. Be like, you got an extra cigarette? <laughs> Some like bottom dweller of society. It happens because it's like, yo, you got to take your opportunity right there. You don't know when that next cigarette's coming, so you got to grab that. Cig- it's like, yo, she's making moves here. She also thought her her like her acting career was taken off after this movie. Oh yeah, oh, she's yeah, like, definitely. I'm I'm random hooker too, uh-huh. you know, in payback. <laughs> For, according to my notes, then we go to. Uh, Bennigan's basically <laughs> where the yeah. fuck they that restaurant. Oh yeah. The, hey, we, we we want to do like an Italian restaurant, very similar to the Godfather, but we we want we like only a discount have plastic chairs. <laughs> have you know, you you made a good point early in the movie that like you never know what time it is. Yeah. Like I read that scene as midday, which is why I'm confused why several families are having, uh, <laughs> having pasta dinners <laughs> next yeah. to the uh, which is quite heavy for the lunch. outfit hotel. Yeah. It is quite heavy. Quite a heavy lunch. You know, you're definitely, you're taking a nice siesta at like three with that joke. This is, <laughs> this is two of the unintentionally funniest characters in a scene with each other. <laughs> just one-upping each other in the, the most ridiculous, ridiculous way possible. Uh, uh, First of all, when, man. when Elijah's describing payback. <laughs> Elijah. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <When> he, <laughs> and if you don't believe me, you can see that I wrote <laughs> I see it. I see it. Um, Elijah <laughs> describing payback. He calls him a real Cro-Magnon m- yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Does the average street guy know what a Cro-Magnon is? <laughs> I wrote that down in my notes too. 
Will Cro-Magnon. And by the way, aren't we descendants of Cro-Magnon? So doesn't he just look like all of us? Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> like if you said, a real Neanderthal-looking motherfucker. That's different. Also, in like the 70s, is that something we were just dropping? Cro-Magnon? That, yeah, did we know that yet? <laughs> <laughs> did we discover that shit? <laughs> That scene is so uh, it's fucking so, good. It goes from zero to a hundred to a hundred to another hundred. There's yes. like three hundreds. Yes, like uh, when, uh, when Val's screaming about payback. Yeah. What are you talking about? I could kill him. Fuck I, 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 I say the word, he's fucking dead. It's like, wait a minute. Like, you, you're you really showing all of your cards here, aren't you, Val? <laughs> the, <laughs> like, there are so many great Val quotes that I had, I had to write down. When he's talking to Stegman, and he's like, uh, basically because he was like, I could have him killed. He's like, go fuck your mother. And then Stegman says, well, that's not nice. (laughs) 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 Wow. What a choice. What a choice. And, like, every time he starts raising his voice, like, some random kid in family are like, oh. Well, he's well, looking over. Oh, oh yeah. And he's like, the fuck you looking at? The fuck you looking at? Yo, this guy has the behavior of, like, a savage drunk. Yeah. That, I, that you and I both know <laughs> exactly <laughs> like this. But he's not drunk at all. Oh, yeah, no. Like, not even a little bit. Oh, just, this guy's just a maniac. Yeah, he's just out of his mind. That's why the outfit wants him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. That's why, because he's a loose cannon. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the fucking... When that scene closes out, yeah. he's just like, yeah, yeah, we're leaving. Sorry, he just got a promotion. He's yeah. really <laughs> high strong. Is that how you act when you get a promotion? <laughs> just what happens when you get laid off? <laughs> Usually what he happens? He burns the place to the ground. Yeah, I, I never thought about getting a promotion and then wanting to fist fight a child in a yeah. fucking Bennigan's or wherever they yeah. were. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. And when Stegman to try to cool things down, was like, oh, don't worry, I'll pay. And Val's like, you see me reaching for my fucking wallet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the quotables. Yeah. The movie should just be these two having a uh, toast. I just love, I, yes, this is like a, the buddy cop yeah. show that I want to see. Like, this should be a sitcom. But um. I, the whole time when I'm watching it, I'm like, does Val have one redeeming quality about him? No. Like, not, not one. Not There's, one. Not a he's, got, he's got a bad temper. He hits hookers. Yeah, uh, he's not even that good at his outfit job. Yeah. Because, like, at one point, the the firm, the syndicate, the outfit, says, like, he wouldn't last two seconds on the street. And it's true. Yeah. This guy, on his own, wouldn't make it. But you're right. He's, he didn't even fucking pay back to realize that, oh, I can just crash a car into them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not useful in yeah, the slightest. Yeah. Not even a little bit. But. Well... That get that comes up later too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, what, you uh, sorry. We'll but, get to that. But then payback goes to the hotel. Oh my god, this scene. Oh, okay. And he's like, "Who's Michael?" And he points. He's like, "Oh, down That's there right. to the bar." The, the hooker gave Can him. Can we just talk about Michael's uniform for a second? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Horrid. <laughs> well, before you get into the uniform, when he uh, he asks where Michael is, and the guy's response is, "He's right over yonder." Yeah, <laughs> right over yonder. Yonder. Go. Fuck yourself, dude. It's a high-end joint, Reggie. It's oh, yeah. really high class. We, we generally don't You know talk. that because the ceilings are very high. The, the, ceiling, <laughs> the ceilings are high, and Michael does not want to talk about hookers in public. Prostitution is illegal, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but, while but, he, but this outfit, let's hear it. Let's while hear it. he's dressed like he's in a fucking barbershop quartet. <laughs> he really is. Like, he's one mustache away from being in the B-sharps. Literally, he looks like a bartender straight out of 1876. Yeah, dude, he literally looks like the the uh, the beginning of Cheers when it says Ted Dance, and there's that barkeep standing there with that fucking Raleigh Fingers mustache. 
and he's just sitting behind like, wow, what's going on with like the the bicep ties? Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. With the puppy <laughs> he's like, and he has like this checkered vest, and it's horrible. Like, I would look like, oh, you need to wear this when you work here. I'd be like, oh, it's okay, I'll starve. <laughs> I'll take. I'll starve to death. Thank no, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. And then, so payback asks about her, and then he immediately assaults him. Yes. Yes. Immediately. Again, in public. By the way, dude, <laughs> mad respect for Michael. One, he's a professional. He does yeah. not want to talk about his business. Yes. Because uh, that is how the high-end hooker game works. Mm-hmm. His That's hand right. is now smashed between the bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. His fingers are just broken. And, yeah. He's just broken. And instead From of... From the knuckles up. <laughs> and, and has the wherewithal to just be like, I'm going to make this phone call. You want me to make a phone call? Yes. Yeah. There's a man um, here to see you. Like, wow. I just wrote down. I was like, why didn't he just bribe him? Yeah, <laughs> like, he I know. Just done that. You immediately just smash this guy's fingers. It's like, is he any good to you anymore? Yeah, and like, also I was like, this girl that you like, like, this is her friend. And, and and also, you're a random guy. Michael is a connected bartender that's worked here for years. All he has to do is say, "Ow, this guy's fucking assaulting me." And then the bodyguards come in. Yeah, no, no, dude. No, no, no. But Michael's it's like, a spineless worm. <laughs> yeah. And then he fucking puts payback on the phone with Rosie, and he's like, "She's like, who is this?" And he's like, "It's payback." And then she's like, "Payback's dead." And then he's like, "I used to drive you for the prevent uh, to make sure it's a safe environment." She's like. Payback? <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no one else would know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one else who would just see me on the street getting into a car. <laughs> you would with that payback holding she... the door. Yeah. You would you would think that, like, maybe there's something else that he yeah. could use as a reference point. Hey, remember that time in, like, L.A. and we went to yeah. get ice cream or some shit? Yeah. yeah, and we went to, I was buying a pack of cigarettes. Something sentimental. Yeah, no, and then no, they I, asked for an ID, I, and all I had was I drove, ID. I drove. <laughs> you looked at my marine tattoo. Yeah, it was like, pretty yeah. nice. <laughs> you <laughs> said, oh, back. I wish you weren't married. He's like, well, I am, but don't worry. She's on heroin, so I don't <laughs> care about her that long. Yeah. I love that. You're right. The fucking we, Wyatt Earp exit for the wife. We <laughs> immediately <laughs> leapfrog. It's like, eh, the wife's dead. But there's a... <laughs> Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> So he meets up with Rosie in her friend's apartment. It's a nice apartment. It is a nice it's apartment. Nice her and Porter the dog. Porter the dog. Yeah, what's with Mel and dogs in movies? <laughs> that movie. he's like a he's the fucking uh, the dog whisperer. Fucking what's it? Caesar Milan of fucking <laughs> dogs in movies. Every like Lethal Weapon in two movie two of the Lethal Weapon movies. Then in fucking pa- the Patriot, the two dogs that they get from the British. Yeah. And then this movie, the, this like. Rottweiler killer. He's like, just looks at him. He's like, oh, this guy's okay. <laughs> the dog is uh, part of some of the decisions that uh, come up with the studio. And oh. yeah, the producer, yeah, yeah. One of the major reasons why he, one of the reasons Brian Helgland got fired was because of when Val breaks in and shoots Porter the dog. The studio, not a fan of that. Really? Yeah. Not a fan of that. And that played a huge role in them being like, we want reshoots. We want to rewrite the script, and that led to uh, Helglin's firing very shortly really? after. Yeah. So yeah. this, and we, we'll get to a few other scenes later on, because a good chunk of the stuff that he got super in trouble with was taken out of the film. Sure. But one scene later on we'll get to uh, sort of sums up yeah. the kind of conversations him and the production staff had. But Porter the Dog plays a real big role in oh, yeah, not yeah. having a job. Um, we're not quite here yet in the film, but, like, when Porter the Dog is shot, and then, like, a scene later, 
they just put a bandage on him. It was like, he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> he's fine. He's not dead. We didn't yeah. kill. We didn't kill a dog. There's a bandage around his ribs, even though he got shot in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of shit that uh, happens yeah. throughout this film. Also, like, it's just a stupid inconsistency. Um, when he's like, she's talking about Val in mm-hmm. that scene, and he's like, yeah, he likes to beat up hookers, and then all of a sudden, fucking Payback's face like lights up. He's like, what? Like, yeah. he's like. What did this piece of shit do? Like, he was like, I'm sorry, Payback. Do you not remember that he tried to kill you? Yeah. <laughs> you also, need more of a reason to try and kill this man. He's also your best friend. Yeah, your best friend. <laughs> you're, you're your best friend in the hooker. world? You didn't know his favorite hooker it, is actually a dominatrix. It, yeah. it actually, you know what? Oh, man, I'm sorry to break the fourth wall here. This doesn't make sense. This scene doesn't make sense. What are you talking about? Porter, <laughs> Porter is the driver for Rosie, yes. right? Has been protecting for months. Yes. So yeah. you're trying to tell me that within the three months Thanks. since Porter was shot, that she encountered Val and Val beat her up? Yes. And that she's fully recovered but from this thrashing? No. This is impossible because he found the, the photo at, while he was right. sleeping with her and noticed him in the photo and brought it to the right. wife, which led to him getting shot. Right, right, right. So they're implying that Rosie, who's aware of Val's relationship with Porter, has to be, right? Like, the outfit can't be that big, right? Just never brought up that Val, you know, knocked her around. Like, it just... Yeah. That's that's and payback did nothing about it? That's real stupid. That's yeah. real stupid, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's big yikes. That's yeah. fair. Big yikes. I just th- thought Boy, about that just now. I thought this, <laughs> I thought this script was a tight ship. <laughs> I thought we had it I, all figured out. We couldn't even figure out the amount of money <laughs> that <laughs> it was necessary. That's a broken clock yeah. on the Titanic right there. There's a little bit of, uh, li- little bit of tidbit here too. Rosie uh, Maria Bello, mm. uh, the actress, actually didn't want to play in this film. And it wasn't until Brian uh, Hegland basically hounded her for two weeks straight. Really? Being like, I really want you for this movie. I really want you. I saw you do this defunct Superman project. I really want you. She's like, okay, fine. I guess I'll do it. So, yeah, not. I I could feel like she has some resignation with doing this movie a little bit just from the scenes that she's in. Just, oh, you're the the hooker that gets abused. That's that's your role. That's your role. Oh, the damsel in distress. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Constantly. Uh, We didn't talk about this, but Val had a great line when they were sending Lucy Lou up. uh, And he was like, she's got two bad habits, and I'm only interested in one of them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about, bro? Yeah, I know. Is, is the next scene where Mel Gibson breaks into uh, Val's apartment yes. and, yeah, he does, yeah. like, the crow stance with his gun pointed at him? Yes, and yeah. he's in bed That's with right. Lucy Liu. Did she wait there the entire time that he that, went out with fucking, uh, that, with, with David? That's right. Yeah. Maria Bello does give him, like, which should be obvious, the outfit hotel like headquarters yeah, yeah. Like, and and a heavily guarded location like the outfits hotel he gets in there with no, no, problem. no problem no problem we don't even have to see how standing he gets over in them while they're sleeping yeah which is like there's some weird kink play going on here because after val wakes up he just lets lucy Lou beat the shit out of him yeah <laughs> let her work and then what kind of guy is val that like he like reaches over to grab his gun and he hits the radio and of it's a radio station playing Dean Martin. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I love Dean Martin. I would never have my radio set to, like, a station that's like, Ain't that a kick in the <laughs> head? What, 
patience do you have to have? Like, sneak into a guy's apartment and just sit there. Sit there. Like, you're not waking up. You're just smoking. Yeah. One of my favorite cliches of all time. Yeah. Oh, sure. oh, all yeah. these movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just the villain or, like, the... The, the gun on your lap. The gun on your lap. Just, ah, I'm not going to bother. Let him sleep. Yeah. Like, while he sleeps, he's still free. Or even just like when they when they break in and wait there till the person comes in, like the all time classic is oh, the yeah. departed. Oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Marky Mark is just waiting there for yeah. the suit and Damon's like Ah yeah. Got me. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just just right. Just do it. Yeah. But they yeah, they have that fight and then it's that weird thing of like he's like, Yeah, pay me noon tomorrow and he's about to hit him and then Lucy Lou's like, No 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 no. Oh, I'll do it for you yeah. with no problem. I got two things to say about what you just said. Yeah. Number one, he's like, uh, I want it back. And he's like, well, oh, I could get it. He pulls out the gun. And everyone's like so stunned. I mean, yeah. he's like, did you not know he had a gun? Right. <laughs> like that he broke into your apartment just like, mm, I got my fisticuffs. Like, he's, he's pointing got a, a gun at him yeah. at the start. At the and then he's like, oh, God, okay. And the, But even she, she's like, oh, like. And then he's going to hit him, hit him, and she like crawls over like, no, don't. Would that like he doesn't know what she's gonna do, right? Like that he would just be like, oh yeah, okay. Oh, you're gonna beat him? No, yeah. no, he like thinks she's covering because she's like love or some shit. Yeah, I yeah. thought like that he would just fuck you like and hit him anyway. <laughs> and then instead she's like, no, I get off on this. It just beats the shit out of it. Yeah, As he's just like, yeah, this is fun for me. Let her work. That's where afraid. you get the you love me, baby. Uh... Yes. Be a long time. And the most, the most fucking like, okay, is that <laughs> ain't that a kick in the head? Plays as soon as he kicks him in the head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for us to like run into noon the next day, yeah. still blue as fuck. Yeah, exactly. It's like, was he visiting Porter him at has, night? What Por- time did he leave Maria Bello's apartment? Porter has no plan, by yeah. the way. The oh, next yeah. day, he's just like, he I was going to be here with my money. Well, yeah, he's going to show up. It's gonna be good. That's all it is. I trust my friend who shot me twice. Yeah, trust him so much. Yeah. Who, who has an entire mob behind him? I'm just gonna stand on the corner. Yeah. and wait for him. You just wait for him. Also, also the one of the best lines just as he as payback's leaving, Lucy Lou <laughs> taps him on the shoulder. He's like, "I have a few minutes." He's like, "Go boil an egg." Go boil an egg, <laughs> dude. Egg. You know what? I, I give him credit. I was like, "It's pretty good." It's <laughs> a pretty good line. And you know what? If not, if it wasn't in. Mel's hands. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's is rough. just a waste, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the next scene is what? Uh, uh, Val, Val goes Val to see Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, who is my yeah, runner-up Val. MVP. <laughs> Mr. Carter? <laughs> Mr. Carter, who I could smell his cologne through the screen. <laughs> uh, you could smell his cologne. Yeah. I could smell his cologne and cognac. <laughs> cognac. Yes. Yeah. I'm a high-class criminal. <laughs> yeah, we have a problem we here. We have a problem here. <laughs> You're making I was like, it uncomfortable. I was like, I'm sorry, is the sound guy not sound like He took he the day off. <laughs> he took the day off. And he says, Don't shit where you live. Or he says, yeah. Don't shit where you eat or live. Yeah, I like live better. It's like, does this motherfucker not own a toilet? <laughs> oh man. Just a like a smarmy like accountant. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but he made his bones. You don't even know, understand. Yeah. We have a problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then and that's when I wrote, this movie is a shitty video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, William Devane's Carter is just like big NPC character. <laughs> oh, and then Carter putting on lip balm really disturbs yeah. me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was troubling. Yeah, he's like sitting there like, 
And oh, what's his first name? <laughs> uh, he's like, you know, we just called him Payback. We just called him Payback. I and, never knew his first name. And though. Carter's really reasonable because he gives him a lot of options. Like, well, you could solve it yourself. We could help you. But if we help you, you know, like, what yes. the fuck? <laughs> then it'll be kind of a bar problem. Yeah. So. Or we could just throw you to the walls. I just got a question. <laughs> I don't know if we could come up with a number for this, but... How much does Carter's towel slash coat putter honor guy make a year? Because <laughs> he's, he's not he's not his bodyguard. You got to adjust for nineteen seventies. We're not talking about Phil. We're talking about the other guy. Yes, yeah, the other Phil. guy. Yeah. That's not Phil. You got to adjust for the nineteen seventies yeah. too. Yes, that. Well, this that, like I'm like wow. This guy. I wonder if this guy gets better. I mean, he's well dressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody uh, in the outfit's well dressed. Yes, they're they're they're, they're handsome. Oh, they're professionals. Yeah, they're fucking professional Mr. Mr. Carter's the fucking cleanest person that's ever lived. Goddamn right. Also, also, like this is the point where the film starts becoming like um you know like Bruce Lee like Tower of Doom yes. like type shit like. We got one villain, and then the next guy is coming, and then the more ridiculous guy is coming. And they're all cartoon I'm telling you, yeah. I'm telling you it's, a, it's a video game. It is a video it's game. It's a video game. It's Kung, <laughs> have you ever played Kung Fu to fucking yeah. Nintendo? Just Carter. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> 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 yeah. it's, like, it's like Streets of Rage. Yeah, it but is. like a, a more solemn Streets yeah, yeah. of Rage. I mean, Streets of Rage has basically the same plot. Mr. X runs the city, and it's like... Well, how, do we, out yeah. how do we deal with it? We'll get to him, but Carter's like Fairfax light, you know? Oh, just he, I disagree. He's, he's, <laughs> I, he's his own entity. He, he is true. <laughs> he's his own being. He's yeah, his I, own thing. Who's the actor's name in this? Who's Carter? Oh, I don't know. It's oh, William name. Devane? William Devane, yeah. yeah. Devane on his dick. Hey! Fun. Just plays like a great like middle management kind of dude. Oh. Yeah, he does. Just oh, he's, he's like oh. every manager I've ever yeah. had in my yeah. life. All, it, exactly like that because he offers no assistance no. in this scene. No, he, none at all. Nothing that he the, all he happens. does is kick Val out of the the hotel. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't want any. You're making it unpleasant for the guests. Here. And wait a minute, it's like this is a criminally want, who gives a shit what happens there. Like what unpleasant? Your whole thing is unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then it, uh, his henchmen's the the fucking. Scientist that gets murdered in uh, Batman and Robin. Yes, I also wrote uh, other henchman, non-towel guy, non-towel guy, <laughs> guy from uh, guy from Scrooge and Gremlins too. Yes. Gremlins too. Slightly more with, important henchman with with uh, Al Pacino's best wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's kind of slightly important. You know what I mean? Yes. He's like, oh, you want any souvenirs or trophies this time? No. Is he slightly important? Because he shows up for that scene and well, he then gets, in the theatrical he cut, gets he lines. gets blown up. Yeah. yeah. Well, he gets, <laughs> in a car. Yeah. He's kind of important because like, he asks, um, basically, what's the point of sending Val out? And he's like, well, you know. He'll lead us to him or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yes, Val, yeah, also, I don't care, but this Porter character. Yeah. This payback character, right? Yeah, but payback. <laughs> we can put him on our payroll. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, and by the way, Phil the Henchman is the most unthreatening henchman. <laughs> oh. Right dude, up there with Bill. Hen- yeah. Henchmen in this movie suck, dude. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You know, like... Two quick punches, you know, Which, whether you're the radio man or yes. <laughs> some of the other henchmen yeah. we'll talk about. Yes. Oh, we'll get to that. Yes, I agree. Well, yeah. Then I was like, why does Val call Lucy Lou the prostitute for help? <laughs> yeah. And so oh. like, they cut me loose. Get, they cut me loose, Pearl. Yeah. You know what's You don't know anyone else? Uh, that's it. It's his no, best friend. Apparently, was like the second in command of the triads he, or whatever. He, he knew. And she's a prostitute? He knew payback in a. With like a nice, like. 
villain layer dominatrix. Now, see, but she's like a dominatrix, but she definitely fucked him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's... But when, yeah, when she... So pe- that's why I'm saying prostitute, just when, to be clear to When he calls her and she's got a guy, like, hanging upside yes. down in a room <laughs> like that with a mousetrap yes. on his tongue, it was like, this is scenery. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, baby. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. It's like, are you German? Yeah, <laughs> I imagine did she did she uh, when when I can't stand it the way of love. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but thinking back on that scene, I'm not. Did she did she call Val daddy? She may have. Uh, may, yeah, because I was be I was just like I was listening back to that in my head, and he's like, yeah, your cousin coming in with your with the girls, and she's like. Yes, daddy. And yeah. I'm like, yes, daddy. It's like, what? how does this relationship work? <laughs> Who's dominating? Yeah, who? it's true. It, it fluctuates. They switch. Um, like the next scene is what happens when yes Val and Lucy Lou come up with a plan. Like, yes. uh, th- it's and the pay the plan <laughs> is to hit payback in the car. All right, <laughs> we'll hit him. Cut his balls. We'll hit him with a car in public. Cut his balls. <laughs> Off at noon. At noon. <laughs> Broad daylight. Broad Happy hour. <laughs> We're gonna t- <laughs> slice this guy's nuts. This is like this is still lunch menu. Yeah, dude. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Just walk it up. Just run him over. They all come out. Lucy Lou with assless chaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, she's great. My, my my thing is like this scene is like a reminder for everyone watching. Like. Oh yeah, these guys are in the movie. Yes. The triads are still in the movie. The, the dirty cops are still yes, in the movie. The cops are still in it. <laughs> Which brings us up to the dirty cops. How did they find him? Great question. <laughs> they just show up, no explanation. Like, where's the money uh, payback? Yeah, it's, it's not like anyone called in. No, no one that. called them. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't like Abraham was like, oh, I see them. Yeah, you know, like he—they're just—they uh, were just on duty. Because at, at this time, point, have we even established that the cops know that he owes the money? Like, yeah, I don't know. When did they work you know, that I in? I think did it he... might have been. Did he mention anything to Stegman? Oh, did they tell? Mo- he... Yeah, did he tell Moses how much she's owed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get at this point what the cops are doing. I guess because well, the cops he... are working for Stegman, right? And it's kind of like they're his bodyguard. But I don't think he. They're working for him. They're kind of working. They're with him. Yeah. yeah. But like at this point, I guess maybe because the tribes are after him, they realize he's in for some money. Like, I, now, oh, yeah. what is I, this? If you were the cops, <laughs> uh, if you were the cops, yeah, wouldn't you be like, okay, well, we want payback's money to buy a boat. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> first, of all, first of all, first of all, we'll get to that. <laughs> Wouldn't you not be working with him, but since you're now dealing heroin and we have the proof literally in our hands, yes. would you not be blackmailing Noah to get you <laughs> right in there? No, you would Like, that's the thing. Like, like again, going back to there's no house, they have all the leverage and use yes, none of none it. Of, use none of it. None of it. They got Stegman by the balls. And then immediately tell, don't worry, we're going to give you immunity, Porter. I mean, just, damn it. Payback. payback. <laughs> we're going to give you immunity payback. And we're going to, so, you know, we can't help you, though, because that would be illegal. Yeah. That would be too much. And maybe, like the, maybe we'll the let you keep some. The hilariously deadpan slapstick comedy yeah. way possible. Yeah. They're just like, what are you doing? Why yeah. are you knocking into Yeah, me? they're like, <laughs> they're hitting, yeah, they're like yeah. hitting into him. It's like a Three Stooges yeah. episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, with like, with like a man that's clearly concussed, Porter's yeah. just like yeah. wobbling yeah. in the wind. He's like, hey, what are you doing here, Steph? Oh, man. 
What a scene. And if you don't do this for us, we yes. got a, you got your dead heroin wife. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of bullets. I don't know. It's going to be some scary shit. Uh, so now that I'm running this back in my head, so this is how he ends up back at Rosie's place. So he gets all fucked up yeah. from this. Yes. Yes. And she's healing him up. That's what I wrote on this. I was like, Payback gets over his wife's de- death immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as soon as the heroin dealer showed up, mm-hmm. he was like, eh, whatever. I don't need this. <laughs> and followed what? by... When Val shows up, and I just wrote, what the fuck is this hubba hubba shit? Hubba 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 I love that, like... Who are you talking to? I love that when the cops show up, too, like, the triads are just like, nah. Whatever. Next time. Yeah, so after Payback leaves, Val comes up. Yeah, because Val's following him. Got drawn, and it's not enough that Val beats Rosie. Yeah. Uh, he breaks in, beats her, yep. is going to obviously kill her, shoots her dog, now has to rape her. Yeah, well that. So after Porter has a minor fight with Rosie, he's just like, Meh. Yeah. <laughs> and he just leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Val's like, I'm going to fuck you six ways from Sunday. I, re- I recognize you. You're I've seen that ass before. Photo. I knew yeah. I saw that ass somewhere. somewhere. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just wrote in my notes, what ass? <laughs> so, so th- at this point, I'm cheering for Val because he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> That's terrible. the tagline. And throughout the uh, throughout I'm this whole, because he is the bad guy. <laughs> Val's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and then I just wrote <laughs> when uh, when Porter jumps on Val, and then she comes out of she's like no, and he shoots Porter in the in the throat. Yeah, yeah shoots Porter the dog. The dog. And she comes out. And I just wrote Maria Bello could not swing a bat. No, she <laughs> no, she him missed him by a, a mile. mile. And he's on the ground. I think Shelly Duvall has a better hit record than she does. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, no, seriously. Yes, she at least got yeah, this, one hit. Shelly, she got she, one hit. The Duvall batting average yeah. is much she, higher than the Bellow. The, the Bellow batting average. I'll she's take Shelly Duvall on my She's team. the fucking Aaron Boone compared to her. Like, did nothing his whole career except that one home run. Hey, it was, it's a nice home run. Yeah. It's a good home run. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it that, like, again, there's this weird honor system amongst these thieves, right? She's like, Where's Porter? Well, Porter's <laughs> in the other room. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> and who walks into a fucking uh, a goddamn room and just starts shooting the mattress? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that also, been- no one would ever put a pillow in this there. apartment complex. You can shoot. Oh. No one. Can, no one's oh. going to check. Like time. Time out. We're going to get to that. <laughs> You you throw a little Nirvana on well no no it's the seventies you throw a little, uh, <laughs> a little bit of um, across the uh, Man- Mungo Jerry on and, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like keep it down <laughs> you shoot a Magnum nothing to yeah. see here <laughs> and then I just wrote this Val's I don't hair. have a seventies reference wrote, Val's hair is see through it is <laughs> it's it is. transparent. <laughs> Like, you oh. could clearly see out the window through his hair. When, when poor <laughs> Payback comes back here, and, like, just like you were saying before, like, when action happens and there's no need to say a line, he's like, forgot my cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't great, care why you're back. Great one-liner. One it's like, if you forgot your cigarettes, why'd you come in guns a-blazing? <laughs> <laughs> like, kicked open the door. That, you didn't knock. And thank God the attempted rape <laughs> took uh, took them all the way from the bedroom, you know, where our, he found her, all the way to the living room within perfect view of the door. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's uh, it's a thing. Yeah. And then shoots him 
twice. Yeah. Like I said, loud, like with a magnum. Magnum, dude. In a residential <laughs> building. I'm pretty sure my neighbors could hear us now. Yeah. You, you've <laughs> like never right seen the Friends episode yeah, where yeah. the magnums yeah. <laughs> in the other apartment. I fucking hear a garbage truck outside. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know that magnum goes off. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Twice. <laughs> After he's like sitting there talking to him and Val's like, okay, I'm going to help you. Why? Why would you offer to help him? I'm very shot. I- yeah, like... <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe we've gotten this far. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, help you. Yeah. No one asked for your help. This Why like, would he not kill you? Like the begrudging respect <laughs> of an enemy. Yeah. <laughs> you got me good. You, you know what? Good. Okay. You're I'll crazy. You. You're crazy, Mel. I'll yeah. help you out. I guess this is supposed to be the turn, like it's the surprise that he's like, I'll help you. And then that's why he kills him? Like, that's, like, supposed to be the surprise I don't, that he I kills don't even, him? I don't no, get I feel it. like he's going to kill him no matter what. I agree. No what. I agree. Why the, would he trust him thing. to be on his team, quote, unquote? Val is not a plans man, you know? Yeah. Mel Mel got the 130 or 40 grand. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mel survived the fucking, the Val. Everything? Yeah. yeah. So it was like, Val couldn't even rape right, you know what I mean? Yeah. He just, like, dude, Val wouldn't last two seconds on the street. No, Carter was right. <laughs> And then here is the best line in the entire movie. Oh, he's yeah. like, uh, he's like, oh, okay, you got a light? He's like, ah, when he hands him the cigarette, and, he hands him a cigarette, and Val's like, like thanks, oh, thank yeah, hey, thanks, man, real I'm earnest. Shot that worked. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that worked. That he like, like, ah, oh, what good are you? And he puts the pillow, which you just fired two rounds yep. of a magnum. Why bother 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 silencing anything? <laughs> you have a fucking you, you have magnum. A magnum. Also, yeah, the pill's not going to do much, and you've all, you've clearly alerted everyone. Everyone's yeah. called the police twice by Correct. now. Correct. It's like, why bother at this point? Because you, you and, hit, then, and also, that round is going downstairs. That's what I was about to say. You, you hit someone downstairs because you point-blank yes. shot this guy. Yeah, you're responsible for two murders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then when he does the, puts the pillow over his mouth, which is the best line of the entire movie, wait, 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 wait check my pockets! Yeah. <laughs> his head blown off. Yeah. Man. Then Payback just sits back and smokes his cigarette casually yeah. like, the door's not open to your homicide and three gunshots heard. Yeah. Like, even what? the door is open. The door's open. <laughs> the door's, the door's open. open. The, the door's open. In... Like, it's ringing down the hallway that you just murdered someone. Plus, this comes back because that body is just there for a while. So at a later point, this comes into play, but, like, nobody in this apartment has realized that there's that just, someone just was murdered. In this they didn't hear the gunshots. They didn't smell the fucking body. These are very aloof neighbors, man. This is oh, probably. And by the way, this is also happening in a broad daylight. Yes, yes. It was <laughs> noon. Two in the afternoon. Yes. Yeah, like for sure is not like much after coming home from church. Like, gee, what was that? <laughs> what a scene. What a yeah. great scene. What a oh, great it scene. was he got fired. It was so, phenomenal. <laughs> is that what he got fired from? He got fired because he shot the dog. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. And so they had to be like, well, that's they barely hard. shot that dog. Well, Listen, one, of the, one of the many scenes. That I love the things that like, what a hill to die on. Yeah. That, like that he was dog. like, yeah, we gotta not kill the dog. And he was like, no, fuck you. The dog is dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nuh-uh. And then, like, the, out of anything, like, it's your first time, you just be like, okay, fine, the dog lives. Also, okay, I can see your point. Also, like, the whole premise of Porter being up here is that he was so fucked up from getting beat up in the streets. The next scene, he's just holding the dog, puts him down. He's like, "This is my apartment." Like this, he's invincible. This is my crack den. <laughs> yeah, the crack he's den. He's invincible with the, with the afro black chick oh. painting. 
titty painting <laughs> on the wall. Unexplained. The shitty room payback has that it takes looking at the naked black chick left over from Scatman <laughs> Crothers' bedroom in The Shining. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, it's the painting. That's why this place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. That she's like, oh, and he's like, I know. He's like, this painting, right? It's like, no, you live in a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> in all the floorboards are malted yeah. black. Yeah. They are fucking burnt yeah. up. And someone's connected a bomb to the yeah. rotary phone. <laughs> the, next, the next line is, payback is all of a sudden a phone bomb expert. <laughs> Bling, no one has this number. Oh, my dot, my dot, he is invincible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's when we'll the, fucking get to that in yeah. like a millisecond. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> like, oh yeah, make yourself at home. Ring, ring. No one knows I live here. Like, <laughs> that couldn't be a wrong call. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that couldn't be a, or like someone selling some shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if you could start a '69 at this point. Oh. I don't. It's the '70s. If it's the '70s, I still. I'm not accepting that it's the '70s. I, I, this is <laughs> squarely in the '90s. Yeah. This is a '90s yeah. film. Like, dude, they, look at the clothes he's wearing. Look like, at everybody. Everything. There's no indication that this is the 70s. Yeah. Is this, is this when he goes back to see Carter? He now? goes to see Carter yeah, after this. But, not, he gets, but, he but he runs into the two he MVPs. Runs into Bill Duke. <laughs> <laughs> who has a different set of glasses on the chain yes, now. But this is. No, you're forgetting that he. The guys, he looks out the window, notices that. Oh, Gremlins shit, I forgot two, about that. Gremlins 2 is watching. That's oh, right. Oh, shit, I forgot this about that. This is a good scene. That Phil the Henchman is watching. I forgot about this shit, too. At which I think he's got a second wig on. Yeah. yeah That's why you're saying the rotary phone, because they're yes, rotary phoning the him. Rotary phone, the yeah. rot- he, which are clear as day. Like, you could see, like, <laughs> another reason, bright as day. Like, oh, yeah. the, the brightest day, like, looking, I don't know, let's say 200 feet away. Yeah. They're not conspicuous, inconspicuous yeah. about it at all. There's three guys in the car, like, also, like you clearly <laughs> see them, like, calling. There, there also should have been a line, like, hey, Rosie, don't touch that phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't alert her at nope, all that there's a bomb connected to it. It's like, he says, and then the henchman's like, oh, God, what's this guy doing? He's probably fucking her. He's like, yeah. uh, he's like <laughs> it's been five rings. Yeah. He's like, what's taking him so long? Oh, well, he's probably he's I'm, over, I'm over a three-ring guy, you know? Yeah. Like, ah, ah, well, enough of that. Hello? The the elaborate steps that he takes to kill these guys. Like, clearly, there's no law in Chicago, wherever the fuck they are, right? Like, he could have just shot them all in the head. He's like, I'm going to get under the car. I'm going to cut the gas line. I'm going to light a cigarette. Yeah, how would he sneak up on them? (laughs) Like, they don't notice. Again, broad daylight. daylight. (laughs) Like, he comes up, goes under their car. They don't hear the sound of him cutting the gas line no. to the car <laughs> and then leaking it out so that he crawl he's got he literally think of what he had to no. do. Payback had to like army crawled so that yep. he wasn't any kind of lot and then hope no car ran him over yes. while he's crawling up yeah. and crawl out, go behind an alley, then make his entrance. Light a cigarette. <laughs> then light the cigarette. They're like, there he is. And by the way. That definitely does not work. No, it doesn't. It does not I, work. I saw the Mythbusters episode yeah, for scientifically, that. scientifically, that does not work. You could throw it in a bucket of gasoline yeah. and it will not work. <laughs> that explosion is 
ridiculous. But like ridiculous. for the bad and guys, the whole they're like, time they're like, hey. no, it's like, get out of the fucking car. Hey, <laughs> could you tell that this was a reshoot shot? <laughs> could you tell, dude? That was the that, that was yeah. that was the big one in the fucking. Uh, I I want to get to you in a sec, but this was the big seed in the fucking trailer. I remember mm. was this? Yes, it was this. Yeah. It was like him like dropping a cigarette. Like oh, that people was like oh, huge. In the yo, trailer. Mel Gibson is. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Mel Gibson. He's mad and he's gonna get payback. He's gonna get fucking payback. Yeah, bro. so what happened? Well, in the director's cut, in the initial Yeah, let's cut, hear this. Phil is actually supposed to show up at the end. Hmm. Because there was actually a whole... There was a whole, like, 30% of this movie that's reshot. Really? We'll get to Chris Christopherson. Yeah. We'll get to all that in a second. But the initial ending was after he runs into Fairfax, Mel Gibson and fucking Rosie kidnapped two outfit guys after the giant shootout with the triads and all those people. Sure. He takes two of the outfit guys, locks them into a, a truck. One of the other scenes he got in trouble with, uh, one of the outfit guys makes a crude remark towards Rosie about being, oh, I think you were a whore I used to fuck. Okay. And she's like, okay, I'll see you later. He's like, there's any chance for me to have sex with you? And Payback's like, uh, not in the future, and shoots him right in the head. <laughs> the other outfit guy's like, you want anything to say? He's That's like, a good nah. cut. He fucking runs off. <laughs> he goes off, and then basically there's like a whole entire subway shootout. Hmm. Like, you never see Bronson in the original cut. There's this giant subway shootout where he shows up. He's supposed to get the money. There's like five assassins in the train station trying to kill him. He hunts. It's actually a really cool set piece because he's like running into oh, a hitman. Cool. Being like, are you a hitman? Okay, come with me. He goes to another hitman, says, don't fucking pull any shit on me. I know that you guys are trying to kill me. Fuck off. And he's just standing there being super paranoid. Trip. Like, it's such a cool little sequence. Yeah. I might edit a few of it in. And so he gets shot. Payback. Payback gets shot. By one of the henchmen trying to kill him right in the stomach. Yeah. He starts bleeding out. He gets his money, walks down the stairs, and there's Phil in the outfit waiting for him to get to gun him down. They see he's already bleeding to death, so they're like, fuck it, we're just gonna drive off. They fuck off. Yeah. And he sits on the side of the road, bleeding out with the backpack, fading out, ready to die. Hmm. That's the original ending. Yeah. Then he gets picked up by Rosie and they drive off, and then instant cut. It feels like there should be more there. That's mainly because the the edit for that movie for that version um they were using the footage that they had yeah. because a lot of the footage that they already shot was not preserved they hmm. just threw it out yeah so they're like Good. all right we got to do with what we got <laughs> and so it just ends Fuck with <laughs> with mel gibson being like i know a doctor smiling to the camera and then it fades out then it cuts to black enough enough which mm -hmm. seems super anticlimactic i like i like the shooting aspect of it but like I don't know, man. That gunfight in the in the train station is pretty badass. That sounds cool. It's pretty tight. It's it's dope. I'm a big fan of it. But him killing the henchmen got him into hot water again because they're like, why the fuck is he just killing an unarmed guy for no reason? That's that makes no <laughs> sense. And Brian Heigland has tried to explain to them like, no, like this is supposed to be like, oh, Rosie's with her bodyguard again. They yeah. won't pull any shit this time. And yet it's like. The producers just didn't get it. No. They were like, this is too dark and morbid. We don't like it. We don't like where this is going. And this is where all the reshoots come in to make things more comical. And this is where you get Phil now, instead of being at the end of the movie, being like, oh, we got to get him. Oh, no, he's already dead. Let's just leave. He a, blows up. A, it's it's a pretty... Did they just leave payback to bleed out everywhere? Yeah. That's the whole... That, yeah, no one follows up. <laughs> no, no one, one follows, follows up, up to make sure he's dead. One headshot. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, like the Phil thing here, because this scene is this is filler. This is like reshoot. Oh, totally. Um, like... The only benefit of having this scene, and really it has nothing to do with Phil being here, is that like we know that there is an explosive in the apartment. That's the only benefit of this scene. Everything else is complete nonsense filler. Also, you're forgetting that um, Payback is also a phone explosive expert. Well, he really is. Yes. That... He really is. Oh, yeah. So whenever I... That's... I Even with my... By the way, this movie does not work without cell phones. <laughs> true, true. Um, which existed in 1990. Mm-hmm. But not 1970. Not 1970X. Uh, well, yeah. Also, rotary car phones. It's 1970X. 1970X, Neo Tokyo. Neo Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Payback is here. You know, told me this happened at the same time as Blade Runner. Yeah. But based on the weather. And I would, and I would agree. Rosie, his like hooker that. robot friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plot twist, Bronson is actually Decker. Yeah, he's a replicant. <laughs> That's he great. He's a replicant. So after this explosion, right, Payback's like, I got to pay the outfit a visit. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then who's waiting for him but the dirty cops. Now with, uh, now with Alicia. <laughs> now with Stegman <laughs> in the backseat. with Jonah. For in no Jonah. In the backseat. And the whale. If that's not a buddy cop movie, it needs to be one now. <laughs> Jonah and the Whale. Oh, yeah. He's like, I, I signed up here, so your cut you just got a little bit piece of the pie. I made some little, yeah. crumbs for you. <laughs> some got crumbs for you. <laughs> Luckily, you could come by my... <laughs> I'm by my bagel store. Wasn't that much of a story. Yeah, we, we here at the Bomb Podcast. Not, yeah, we here at Bomb, we do not support anti-Semitism. No, but fucking apparently. Well, well, yeah, this movie. This movie does not care about race, gender, yes, or absolutely. religion. Although to be fair, like it's it's like as much as I love Stegman, it it seemed like the there's no mood, reason for him to be here. Well, no, the mood of his character just switches on a dime mm. he goes from being like look you know I'm really I don't know anything about this, oh he's like know, super confident and then all of a sudden he turns into like a Batman villain mm. yes where he's just like he's doing evil laughs in the back yeah. with his boys yeah. he goes from like Woody Allen to the yeah. penguin real quick yeah like, yeah cause he yeah he's doing villain monologues yeah you're a piece of the pie just got yeah. a little yeah. bit smaller. smaller don't worry I'll leave some <laughs> crust for you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, that's that's really fair. But like I'm still trying to figure out payback <laughs> putting uh the how much, gun- a, how much a yacht costs in nineteen oh, yes. eighty thousand bro. Just based on a four Eight. way split, Bill Duke going to buy a boat for, for seventeen thousand five hundred dollars. Further evidence that <laughs> True. Was he buying a raft? Like Maybe it was the seventies. <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna buy a boat. <laughs> Like even if you went to seventy thousand, yeah. big yacht, yeah, oh, fifteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, and another scene with like unnecessary shuffling. Porter going from putting the gun in the the newsstand, yeah, like oh, to I then know. taking it out to then hand it to a guy. Was yeah. like, all right, he was yeah. doing it to hide the fingerprints, I... and yet he still was holding correct. A gun. Yes, <laughs> like at this point, everyone has now. Resorted to calling this gun a Roscoe. Yes, a Roscoe. <laughs> nice Roscoe. Not a Magnum. Nice it's a Roscoe. Ro- nice Roscoe there, Porter. <laughs> nice Roscoe. Oh, good weight to it. Some some bullshit. While, while he's holding onto the trigger, like he's like, <laughs> yeah. like it's like clip guns and ammo, <laughs> like yeah. guns and ammo magazine. 
They hired some like former stool pigeon to consult in the movies. Like, yeah, no, see, we would have called it a Roscoe yeah. at the time. It's the uh, syndicate. But it's he was not really the firm. late to shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> he was really late. He showed up six uh. weeks into production. Like, oh, you don't call it a Magnum? Nah, leave it in. They brought yeah. on uh, who's who's the one mafioso guy that's become like the pop culture mafioso? Michael Francis. Yeah, they bring. Yeah, they brought. You know, back in the day, you know, yeah. we used to call these Roscos. We used to call it. We used to call Roscos. For the setup for Carter, this scene is so anticlimactic. He walks up. There's like the guy's guarding the door. Punch! Punch! Those, gun. those were two of my best men. Really? Were <laughs> your best? Were they? Your, yeah. those your two... coat handler? And boy, guy? this guy that just kicked the shit out of your two best guys, you're pretty calm. Yeah. <laughs> For the guy that you know has killed people in this movie. Well, you know, at this point, like, this mafia has become more of, like, their organized crime. Outfit. In, yeah, the outfit. Sorry. is <laughs> I'm doing the thing in the movie. Um <laughs> Their crime seems to be more, like, muted at this point. Like, they're yeah. not really in the game to, like, shoot people. They seem to be, like, hey, maybe we'll do some, like, penny stock, yeah. like, pumping dumps. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, like, we're, trying to, we're trying to become, uh, what they say, uh, official. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I think he, Carter in. Carter really thinks that Porter's not going to shoot him. Yes, I know. And then, then that leads them to call... Chris Christopherson. What a scene. What a scene. What a scene, dude. I gotta say, (laughs) I gotta say, the worst intro for a main bad guy ever. That he's rowing, what, practicing for Bill Duke's boat? (laughs) He's on the... He's on the rowing machine taking calls and being like, I'm not gonna stop doing this. The phone rings and then immediately it's his secretary like, yeah, it's, uh, it's Carter on the phone. He's like, Put him through. Hey, Carter, how's business? How's business? How we doing? How we doing? First and foremost. I think you're beautiful. If, yeah. if, if your mafia boss is Chris Christopherson, you yes. have a terrible mafia. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you That's have true. an awful mafia. The, the, this entire concept, because Porter comes in, he's like, yeah, well, who do I get my 130 or 70 grand from, right? Uh, payback as where do I get my yes, money like, from? I could, you could go to Fairfax. He's yeah. going to say the same thing. He's like, yeah. no, who's the higher there, up? There's guy? a guy. Yeah. There's always one guy who can and approve it. Apparently, it's Chris Christopherson. Well, there would be a committee. Yeah. Now, <laughs> like in the original, we'd have a vote. In the original cut, <laughs> yeah. Bronson was supposed to be a woman. You're huh. supposed to not see her at all. And it was voiced in the uh, director's cut by Sally Kellerman. Okay. So that was sort of like the big twist so, is that. Oh, the big boss is actually a woman. Oh, shit. So they did a whole, like, deal or no deal thing, right? <laughs> yeah. The banker with the fucking... Yes. Yeah. And uh, instead, in the reshoots, they added Chris Christopherson's character. Thank God. <laughs> Good. Oh, That's that Hollywood yeah. magic, baby. It's that Hollywood magic of having, like, discount Clint Eastwood <laughs> as your mafia boss. This scene is uh, insane. This is dynamite. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where to like. Okay, so the rowing, the, the rowing, rowing, the rowing, the rowing. The, his trust fund his fail trust son. Fund. Yo, that's the shit where he's like, I, I, I have a wait, uh, a porter. Oh, Hold the, on a second. Hello, son. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Johnny. Happy birthday. Here's here's the toy. Here's the the convertible. Oh, wait. At the fight between the guys no. at the... I think the fight's at Madison Square Garden. No, I just wrote, not the fight 
was that, Matt? No, no, it was like, it's All like right. some underground Sh- underbelly. Bullshit. I just wrote, Sun Johnny sucks. Yeah, he does. Yeah, we got ringside seats at the championship fight. <laughs> the Who champion- fucking says that? The championship fight tonight? Yeah, tonight. (laughs) In my convertible? Uh Uh-uh. I think Rankin is favored. Yeah, an upset never happens in boxing. I don't know, Dad. Rankin's favored. No, he corrects him. He's like, my money's on whatever the fuck. He's like, "Uh uh-uh. I think Rankin is favored. Rankin might have it, you know? Might have it. And he's like, that means nothing, son. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really does. Especially, are you insinuating that this uh, fight is fixed? Also, yeah. Well, they, it should be because you're the syndicate, the outfit, well, based the on firm. Where it's coming from, it when they go to the boxing fight, it looks like that it would shit be a looks like. Yeah, and fixed. also like that's what I wrote right after this. I was like, wait, what city is this movie? <laughs> also, I know that I'm, they're having a championship boxing match. I, I I know exactly. It's like it's. It would be Vegas. There would never be a championship fight in Chicago. Yeah, no. Oh, not, not Vegas. Not after like the Garden. Yeah, maybe not after nineteen twenty. Yeah, maybe like, California. Yeah, maybe California. <laughs> it would either be Madison Square Garden or Vegas. Well, that's Pretty how you much. know it takes place in nineteen seventy X because yeah, they're, they're having boxing Tokyo. matches in Chicago. But can we also just talk about how he answers the phone, Carter? How's business? <laughs> how do you not know? <laughs> How are you, You're the, the CEO? <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, I'm busy rowing. Yeah. And again, what time is it? Because now it's night. Yeah, it's night. It, then, this movie has two times. It's night. It's 23 and a half hours of day. <laughs> and a half hour of night. It's definitely 48 hours later. It's we definitely we fucking need like Al Pacino. We already got his wig, so we're good. Yeah. But we need him coming by with like a gun, like half asleep, like where's Robin Williams? So after, after his failed son leaves the room. His failed his son. His failed son. That, oh my God. He also, I, I wrote down too, his chest hair might get uh, best supporting him. <laughs> because it's popping out of his sweater. Yeah. That I'm like, yo. This movie's the hairiest movie yeah. for a bunch of clean-shaven men I've ever seen. It life. really is. There's not one beard in this movie. <laughs> but there's a lot of chest hair. Yes, there's a ton of chest hair. We don't get to see Stegman's, which I yes. bet is pretty substantial. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carter gets shot. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, this was also ruined in the in the, uh, the trailer. trailer. <laughs> that he's like, so you're getting uh, 70000 yes or no? No! <laughs> by the way, the oldest man, no! <laughs> no! 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 no. And then who, he, he shoots him. I mean, who shot JR? Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> Sir, will you stand up? No! <laughs> we need to make room on this bus. I, I said no! <laughs> I fought one, one, two! <laughs> I killed 50 men. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what your internet says. <laughs> Carter gets shot. Yep. Keeps on chewing. Yeah. He's. And then he. Dies with the fucking shit coming out of his mouth. Yeah, the, like, yeah. Remind, very Godfather, never, like the orange. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me never to die eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so they do that fucking scene of like the food coming. Like, you done fuck. Connor and like this, Connor. This guy's this motherfucker's death was filthier than his wife's OD. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and he's the cleanest man in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cleanest. And she. You d- just don't get it, dude. You yeah. dumb fuck. <laughs> I was like, those are good last words. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, pretty, pretty solid. Good. 
I also like when he got shot, he did like a yoga strike a pose. Yeah. Yes. He did like a Vogue pose. Like, ah! Oh, ah! Oh. Yeah, he stretches. And like, like, yeah. Oh, I'm coming! It's the big one, Elizabeth! It's, 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 it's the big one, Fairfax! It's the big one. I'll see you later, Fairfax! And by the uh, way, it took me so long to know what... I just kept calling him Chris Christopherson. I had no idea his name was Brian. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> Until like, this watch of the movie. Yeah. I had the IMDb that shit. Yeah. Oh, man. So then but, he's just over the phone, just like, Hey, Carter! Hey, Carter! What's happening over there? Yeah. Hey, Carter! Cor- hey, Carter! No! <laughs> oh, you, Carter! You just Carter. signed your death pin, bro. You signed your death warrant. Oh, son, son, goddamn, I'll see you at the OK Corral. Yeah. <laughs> You tell him I'm coming and hell's oh. coming with me. But was Joe Pesci not available? Thank Joe God. Pesci was not available. Anyone. Joe Pesci was not available. Steve, Bo- Steve Shemi would have been yeah. an upgrade. I would have taken Joe Piscopo. <laughs> I just I, I just love like I wanna see no. <laughs> I wanna see Payback's planners like killed Carter. Yeah. Now I'm going to the championship fight. Still Bronson's son. <laughs> but but on his way to the championship fight. He goes back to the untouched Val's body. Yes, <laughs> to drop off a gun to lighten the load because they brought voice acting back, boys. Yes, because yeah, and they had he picks up the gun from the from the cops and he's like, "Could I at least have my piece back?" And they give it to him. They just empty it out. Empty it out. Nice piece, man. With the empty shells in their car now. Oh, uh, we we also didn't really bring up that in the scene where he almost got his nuts chopped off. Uh, Mel Gibson stole one of the detectives' badges. I know, yes. He stole oh, yeah, one of the because the pickpocketing mm-hmm. foreshadowed yes. him stealing their badge. So, mm-hmm. But also, it's like, this... Can you imagine playing payback in fucking... In chess? In, in, in arcades? Because this motherfucker is... Honestly, like, he's like, I'm going to pickpocket him. I'm going to kill Val. And then yeah. goes to the, the Val's corpse, then puts... I wrote this down. Planning evidence at, Bill's, at Val's corpse... How would two, two detectives <laughs> not realize at their own murder scene where they just murdered, quote unquote, murdered a, sus- a victim that, hey, we left the murder weapon with our our fingerprints all over it on the floor. Yep. And, hey, what's that in his hand? Oh, that's my badge. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, he's like holding like, it's literally like shining. Like he's sitting there like, it's not under him, nothing. It's no, like. Nope. Out there, like, oh, when I was dying, I grabbed the badge off your belt. I mean, like, this guy, his calling card is bad symbolism. Yes. <laughs> it's like a fucking wedding ring with a heroin needle yes. through it, a guy holding a dirty cop's badge with yes. a gun next to him. <laughs> Payback might be, like, the alive crow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a, what the, a... They're both invincible. What a hunk of shit. They both lost their wife. Guys, did, they both have some tramp girl running at, around helping them at the at the championship fight. Did you guys have trouble identifying Johnny? <laughs> God Because I, I didn't know. My favorite. That is my favorite scene. My favorite scene of just overacting yeah. bullshit is this fight scene. Now, now was that before he went to go see Fairfax or not? Before. Before. Well, it was before. Yeah. Okay, before. so he goes to this boxing fight, mm-hmm. which is like the most underground, undercover, yeah. like, uh, all yeah. the shady yeah. shit. The, the, that's like, why so fucking dark the, for a heavyweight the, yeah. championship the, fight? The Fight Club champion. Yeah, the Fight Club champion. <laughs> Tyler Durden was the referee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Was the heavyweight championship fight at Lou's Tavern? <laughs> 
so they end the boxing match in yeah. in, in uh-huh. fucking Lou's Hat Tavern. Yes. And Mel Gibson has like binoculars he's, trying to, He already identified He knows yeah, who he Johnny. is. He already knows. Right. He's like, oh he's uh he's with these. Yeah, there we go. And then they have Happy Birthday Johnny on the Titan Tron. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Is that paid for by payback? No, no, the uh, you think the dad. The, the dad did? You think Chris Christopherson did? Yeah, Chris Christopherson. Yeah. yeah, and so he did it, and he... That's a lot, though. Like, you're going to give me a Ferrari <laughs> and... Oh, and by the way, the Titan Tron yeah. is a fucking roadside sign that says, like, oh, please use Route 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, this is, it's like... It's like Big fact. Like, big fact. With like yellow, but, the yellow say, squares. Ha- happy birthday, Johnny! But, Don't yeah. take Rude Nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Caution. Bridge closed on Thursday from eight a.m. till eleven p.m. That A and R though, like that's me. <laughs> it's my birthday. Oh, he's my <laughs> butler. The most cringeworthy scene in a movie in a very long time. And he's like. Yes. And then, yes, me. then the hey. backwards hand slap. Yeah. <laughs> While the friends are sitting down, he bends his arms around. No. Slap him. Os- slap him. Oscar for best supporting cast. The the backward slap friends and also when oh. the hooker oh, is like, hey no. Johnny. I was I wrote I <laughs> uh, let me see my note. I love that we get to see the origin story of Biff's crew for Wow. Wow. <laughs> I the friends are like, yeah, Johnny. When Rank, when Rankin or whoever wins the fight, and they go outside, and uh, Molly, whatever the fuck, Hooker is <laughs> like, um, hey, Johnny, I'm your birthday present. Yes. They're like, what do you, mean? you do it? I didn't do it. You did. It. You I do it. Oh, man. Oh, like, she's so hot, bro. <laughs> I, I had so many thoughts about this. I was like, first of all, if my father ever buys me a hooker, mm-hmm. no, no. <laughs> And then if he pays top dollar, and the hooker is forty years old, <laughs> this is a great. What, this is a great point. Twenty two. Yeah, maybe like, younger. I'm, I'm getting close to forty now. <laughs> I don't want to fuck a forty dollar, forty year old hooker. That's super expensive. Yeah. <laughs> she's so hot, bro. She's so hot. No, she's not. She, I feel like I, I do. I do just love. I just just want to go back. Just like. I do love how he just stands up and stands points up. to the sign. Yo, that's me. That's I'm me. Johnny. I am Johnny. In the middle, it's not in between rounds. The round started. Like yeah, these guys the ring going, girl had already yeah, come out. had already done her thing, went down, and he's like, so, and then this thing comes up, and then these guys are going at it. He would have been stabbed in the chest <laughs> as, like during a fucking ringside could you, could you imagine posing, the head- waiting for the sniper yeah. to shoot him? The heavyweight. The guy sitting behind him paid sixty thousand yeah. yeah. dollars for his seat. <laughs> we're, we're playing Hitman, and you're like Agent Forty Seven. That's the cue. Yeah. And the, that's me. Yeah, that's and me. He would stab the man wearing a sweater under his sweater yeah. in a minute. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. So what's yeah. what he gonna Yo, do? Dap me up, my two friends from so, fucking the so Bronx Tale. Here's yeah, a question. Friends. Here's a question yeah. that no one's ever oh, asked. Oh, you know, when, don't you? Every time we see a guy pick up a girl, you and I just start punching yeah. each other. Yeah. Oh, I think he's gonna fuck her. I didn't know. You gotta fuck her, dude. I will now. (laughs) Get in that random woman's limousine and leave your Ferrari here for me to drive. Yes. What? What? Yes, the red. I forgot about the Ferrari. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. No one answers this question. What's his plan with the Ferrari? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
It's not like he threw them the keys. Like, yo, take care. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. They're still in his pocket. These guys are now stranded. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 you're gonna get. First of all, if you're ever trying to bang an old hooker, and, and she breaks out the handcuffs. All right, I get that. If she ties you to the little fucking thing you hang your suits on uh, in your car, yeah, that's, you, you can get out. You can get out. Especially in 1971. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit doesn't even work if you're, like, trying to get out of the car. You accidentally, yeah. like, half your ass cheek is still on the seat, and you pull your oh, I know. Shit. I'm always worried I'm going to break that thing. This yeah. guy's like, I can't. I'm trapped. I can't do it. That, I'm scared now. That in like, then they tie him to a radiator. It's like, bro, trust me. You, you can, can escape. Yes. yes. Oh. This is a a unregulated 1970x yes. radiator. I, I do. I do love the immediacy of like going into like, oh yeah, oh here mm-hmm. here are the handcuffs. Don't worry, trust me. And then once he's handcuffed, she's like, okay, job's done. Yep. I yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I did appreciate that scene. <laughs> he's just half. like, what, what's what's going on? What's happening? I can't stand though. Like the one payback <laughs> lowers the thing. Like, hey. Hey, just be cool, kid. Don't, <laughs> no don't struggle. No one When the hurt. old prostitute calls him, like, mm-hmm. when she, he's, like, kissing up on her, he's like, oh, good boy. That is not sexy. <laughs> Calling your John good boy? Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, my, I would be like, Man, what you're are you saying? Cute. First of all, I'm not your dog or your son. Please stop saying yeah. you're a good boy. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I I almost feel like that might that I almost might be feel a, like that this, might be a Lucy Liu thing. Oh, totally. Well, this movie like writes itself into a corner, right? Because like yes. because Johnny is going to the fight that night, we now have to like sandwich stealing Johnny in between the Fairfax scene. Yes. It should have been Carter Fairfax, then the son. Yes. But like now we're like, man, the son's somewhere. He's tied up. And now we get to meet the greatest character. The MVP of the <laughs> yeah, movie. MVP. The best the character in this motherfucking <laughs> movie, dog. Yes, definitely. Dog. Dog. Fairfax, who left his vacation early. Yes. <laughs> he came back frustrated. Yes. Don't, those are real alligators. Don't mess it up. Those are real alligators. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, man. I was swimming with the dolphins this morning. <laughs> I, I love this character so much. I, oh. When So when, I, I just want to establish Fairfax's timeline. Sure. So <laughs> he gets a call from Bronson after Porter kills Carter, is, which we have no idea. Let's say uh, a heavyweight fight starts around midnight, sure. usually. Yeah. So it's anywhere between 10 and midnight, I'd say. And so then he immediately calls Fairfax, who's, I'm assuming, somewhere nice, somewhere warm. Sure. And because he's swimming with the dolphins. And then he, like, this next morning, he knows it's got to be because he it's before he calls Bronson. Right. And he says that Johnny, Johnny didn't come home last night, did he? So it's the morning. Yeah. What time, what time is it? <laughs> what time is it? You're never going to know what time yeah, it is. Yeah, what time is it? He was like, I was swimming with him this morning. This- what time is your flight? What time did you get here? How many hours has Johnny been missing? Everything everything about this scene is so forced because the dirty cops are outside. Oh, yes. For no reason. For no reason. For no reason. Completely irrelevant. Reading boat magazines. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. They got to get the boat. Uh, 40-foot yacht. It's got 80 grand. (laughs) And Bill Dukes in the, like, Right. Because the cops have, have not identified the actual... Amount of money, like no one believes that one. No one believes it's a hundred and 
30 yes. grand. Yeah, the whole running joke, he's like, oh, it's 70 grand. They're like, why are why are you doing this? Yeah. Which is also why I, I believe it's 1999, by the way. True, <laughs> true. Because 70 grand goes a long way in the 70s. Hell yeah. Some D.B. Cooper shit at this point. <laughs> Fucking, um. Uh, but, like, they, these cops think it's, like, half, like, a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is not. Which oh, is no. Not. Which is not. You know, they haven't, they've done no homework. Yes, none. But, Fuck these guys, because Fairfax. Fairfax comes back and he's like, yeah, like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. His yeah. shirt, Fuego. His yeah. suit, Fuego. Fuego. He's got like this like <laughs> whale print yeah. black shirt at two buttons down. The swag coming in like, how are you, Charlie? Yeah, yeah, like, Char- like, I believe he actually lives here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then Charlie's like, hey, Charlie, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck, Charlie? Hey, Charlie, why are you asleep? Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Except the only thing that's like very forced to make sure you know who it is, he get when he opens the car door, like, "Good to see you again, Mister Fairfax." Yeah, yeah, it's like they'd be like, "Hey, good morning, sir. Good to have you back." Yeah. That might be, but there wouldn't be Mister Fairfax. It's true. Yeah, it's true. But like for him to walk in, Walter or Charlie, whoever the fuck it was, to be dead, maybe I don't know. Like, is he passed out? Or is he? Oh, with the doc that what he's yeah. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that guy's fucking dead, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we, we well, killed that guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> For, for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Just murder. Just murder. murder. And, and then to then have your personal guards carrying your alligator luggage yeah. into the house, which becomes a By running... Way, super nice luggage. Super Not nice luggage. luggage. <laughs> like, this, is, this might be the best example of... This is the apex mountain of yeah. luggage in yeah. a movie. Like, oh, it's yeah. like, oh, this is... I really want this. This, lug- really this nice luggage, luggage has a private airport. It's really nice luggage. <laughs> and an island. And <laughs> this luggage has luggage. <laughs> this luggage does have luggage. <laughs> and then for Porter... To be like, drop him and I'll drill you, boys, <laughs> with the luggage. Drop great, him and I drill you, boys. Yes. Gr- great line, great line. And Fairfax coming to the realization, they're like, oh, this is the payback. This is oh, the reason the I'm you, you fucked up my vacation. Yeah. And I, I mean, just scene chewing, bro. Yeah. Scene chewing it up. It's so good. My alligator suits. My oh, luggage. That, that was so good. Like, well, that's just me. That's just me. That's just me, man. <laughs> Why yeah. The, oh, mo- what I love too when he's when he's making the phone call. Yeah. He's like, by the way, you're both fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's so good. Like, that's so Those fun. guys were really killing it with their like sweaty. This is yeah, heavy like, acting. Which it was like it was convincing. Most of the action in the movie, when it's not Mel Gibson being hit by or running into a car, yes. is Mel Gibson having a conversation with Bronson while talking to one of his henchmen. Yes. <laughs> Which I love. Again, I wrote down in this movie. Why is James Coburn in this movie? <laughs> He's uncredited. He, James is Coburn. He? He's uncredited in the film because he was. He was. Uh, he had a lot of. Reshoots. He was a reshoot guy. He, he was. Well, that initial scene was in it, but it was in it for that was supposed yeah. to be the one thing, and then that's it. Well, Cause yes, because so they brought him back for the. Uh, He's the characters even in there. Like, does he have to be there at all? No, Fair he's already got not. in t- touch with Bronson. Yeah. Now, Fairfax is there to be the best part of the movie. Yeah, sorry, yeah, oh, yeah. to be the, the celebrity cameo. <laughs> yes. I have actually a funny line about James Coburn. He was so frustrated about the the prop cigarettes yes. on set yeah. that he straight up broke into Mel Gibson's trailer and stole cigarettes from him Good. to yes. light. Nice. <laughs> the set. One of the sad things about him, you could really, like, he has, like, such bad arthritis, especially later in his life. You could see him in the movie, like his hand is like a claw. Oh like, yeah. yeah, like the way he's like smoking. His, yeah. his hand's literally like a seven. It literally looks like the one arm man's hand. The oh, fugitive, shit. yeah, yeah, like Jeez. that. Yeah, like it looks a lot like that. And, 
but you could really see it. Yeah. Hundred thirty thousand. That's it. Seven. Even worse. My suits <laughs> cost more. Than suits that. cost more. <laughs> fucking legend. Yeah. So, so fucking oh, so good. great. Yeah. So it's like good. you're both fired, by the way. Yeah. And how do do cordless phones not exist? Nah, not at this point. Not at all. Everyone has a, a rotary. Everyone has a rotary. And you then, have to plug it in to get speaker. And then, but. Yeah, the I, when they said speaker, so, I was like, "Excuse me, yeah, I, dude, I'm, he's I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry." The speakerphone at that point stopped. Dude, it in 1970, that's like, that's like. Fairfax is the richest man in the world. My counter is what six feet away from us right now. If I put my cell phone on there and we were talking on the phone, you would not hear me. He had the glad you got to come close. He had the clearest reception in the history of all of mankind. When Porter's done with all that bullshit and the guys just like pass out because they didn't yeah. carry oh. luggage. Yeah. And then what do they do? Like, do they just, oh, going home, I'm fired. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm upset. Yeah, I'm upset. <laughs> yeah. But why is Fairfax, do they need, Bronson doesn't need Fairfax there at all. No. no. Neither, does, neither does Payback. No. I mean, I actually, to be fair, like, his entire outfit has just been, like, wiped. Yeah. Like, yeah. all of Carter's the, guys are dead. See, yeah. So it, Fairfax is kind of like his only last. Like his last resort. This is the problem with this the. This is a shitty outfit. This is the. This is, a pr- really this is the problem outfit. with the with it's the like reshoots. A dozen dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like seven. And most of them suck. Yeah, guys. those are two of his best men. This is the problem with like the reshoot. They're like, there's no reason to go see Fairfax. Yeah. yeah. Like you so, have Johnny. You have Johnny. Just because it's Carter and Fairfax at the lower level, that would only work if you hadn't already talked to Bronson. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, well, I don't know who the top guy is. So I gotta yeah, go to Fairfax. To Fairfax. Yeah. yeah, but like he goes in like the Rolodex of Carter, gets Fairfax's number to then go get Bronson's son. Yeah, like when I was watching the movie, I was like, "Oh yeah, Johnny fucking Fairfax over here." Nope. Nope. Johnny no. Bronson. Johnny Bronson. <laughs> this but, is why I think the re the the initial cut is a little bit better because hmm. like the outfit seems like a seriously dangerous force. Yeah, that's not why I'm and watching that, this movie in that, though. In that train sequence, but in the train sequence, there's like. 12 guys. That's pretty cool. 12 hired guys, even on top so, of the outfit, so just hanging of, around the, the train station. So being instead like, of being like shitty Dick Tracy villains, they're like yeah, actually... They're like legit hitmen. I, I, Don't which, you call Fairfax a shitty Dick Tracy <laughs> <laughs> No, Fairfax is the, the greatest... Carter, maybe. maybe. Well, first of all, I think they're both great. Yeah. <laughs> Carter is they, awesome they in his own way. They both steer their, mo- their movie. Yeah. Both of them. Carter and Fairfax are... Much better than what are we gonna write Bronson. a movie? Carter and Fairfax, Carter, Carter, Fairfax. Carter Fairfax Investments, <laughs> and the syndicate. After this Fairfax scene, which doesn't really need to exist other than it being awesome, yes, um, you get like the immediate IA turn, right? So, yeah. internal affairs is like they uh, take out Bill Duke and uh, Jack Connolly, like, yes. and like, they're like sitting there knocking on the we're a steak out here, yeah. <laughs> we're doing our job, yeah, we're doing our jobs. What are you doing? Sure. Just throwing it out there. Why are um, two internal investigative... Uh, first, how did they find them? Yep. Number one. Number yep. one. They didn't put out, oh, we're uh, our dirty cops, so we're following our guy to try and get our money. Sure. Oh, okay. We'll be over there in that alley. <laughs> so, how did they find them, number one? <laughs> number two, what are they doing hanging around holding the most incriminating evidence ever? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of that <laughs> being in a box somewhere down like, at the precinct. They, they brought the evidence with them with in them bags. Like, hey, just so you know. Just so you know, you're this, under arrest. Yeah. <laughs> this is the point where the movie is like, all right, we got it, right? Like, yeah. they do the IA thing, and they're like, now that's done. 
Um, Stegman grabs him and he's like, I got you. Oh, you're fr- you this know, scene you're, is we're just fantastic. Class, we're just glancing, glancing over one. I'm just doing what the movie thing. did. I'm just doing what the very movie did. Very important thing when they go to Bill Duke. Is this your badge? And he's like, Yeah, where'd you find it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 where'd you find it? Like he's like, uh, What the fuck do you want? Oh yeah, it's my badge. Why? Yeah. Like, Oh, we found it in a dead guy's head. What? Like, yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. So, like, this is the point where the movie's like, yeah. we got to we gotta stop this it's, now. Yeah, it's, even in the cut, in the director's cut, and in this cut, th- like, the script here, I feel like Val shouldn't have died. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Val shouldn't have died at least, or at least have been the main antagonist until the very end. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Val should have been shot in the face well, at Rosie's apartment. Well, I will give it that the surprise like of it. Was yeah. That was pretty left. good. Yeah, in 40 minutes with people we haven't really been introduced to, yeah. Fairfax doesn't really do anything here other than being awesome. Yeah. Um, so you go, you go, IA comes out, and there's like, well, I got that done. Was that shitty voiceover was like, yeah. I, I, too All many right, people. I got the loose, that loose end yep. done. Oh, so, oh. Loose end. Stegman immediately grabs him in one of the taxis with yeah. the radio man. When Stegman's like, drop the Roscoe <laughs> on the floor. He's like, drop you know what I'm going to do? Drop the Roscoe. I'm going to. I'm gonna walk you right in. I'm gonna walk you. I'm gonna walk you right in. Right in. And then I'm getting it in for a bounty. And then Mel Gibson basically just slaps the gun out of his hand. Yeah. And for we didn't talk about this, but like the third time in the movie, segment's like, "You're not gonna fucking kill me, are you?" Which is absolute chicken shit. Yeah. Top tier chicken shit. And then then Radio Man. Radio Man who threw the bulletproof glass. Has the shotgun right next to him. Yeah. Like, first of all, you're deaf if you shoot him. Yes. You're deaf. <laughs> like, and you're your shoulder your is broken. Yes. Oh, yeah. Your shoulder, yeah. like, your the way you're holding it, it's like so oh, it right next to your like temple. And, yeah. And, and like the way your arm is, it's like, ooh, that's gonna break. Your yeah. Shoulder. Yeah. Like, that was heartbeat. that was more incredulous than uh, the Kurt Cobain. Death. Oh yes. <laughs> it's like the shotgun shell went that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> But you know what I love about this scene, though? We're done with Stegman. We're done with Radio oh, Man. Here comes the, the trials. Go hubba, hubba, hubba. Hubba, pow, pow, Stegman with more squibs and fucking radio, uh, Robocop. Apparently, I didn't know this, guys. Bodies, human bodies, block bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He just pushes Moses Malone, <laughs> Iris Shalowitz up against the window. Wow. Oh, that's a problem for me. The prophet Isaiah. <laughs> and he, he just shoves him against, and he's like, next year in Jerusalem. And like, and just, this is he brutal. takes what? 87 shots to the back? And then, yeah. unlike Porter, I mean, Payback, damn it. <laughs> unlike Payback, he's not invincible. So he, he just immediately So he gets killed, but. Apparently he's he's got like a steel sternum because that's my understanding. And then uh, payback gets right out the right out of the car and Radio Man is shot right there in the front seat. Yep. Oh yeah. Like uh, this was I think this was a nod at Biggie to be honest with you. <laughs> I can see that. Yes, I can see that. It was definitely a nod. So on on just on the minor topic of, <laughs> sure. of uh, the death of the MVP of the movie. Stegman, yeah, Stegman. Um, this was actually the last scene in the film that got fucking uh, Hegland in hot water. Really? Yeah. yeah. A studio executive sent him a note asking him, why do the triad want Stegman dead? Well, that's not what <laughs> the triad wants. Hegland's like, no, he's using 
Stegman's body as a shield so that he doesn't die. Right. And the studio head goes, I, it still doesn't make sense. You're going to make the audience feel weird. No, they're, they're <laughs> yeah, wrong. I mean, because like, it's totally anti-Semitic. This movie's so anti-Semitic. Yeah. It's not even funny. It's like, the Asians just kill the, the Jewish guy well, we, for no reason? Well, we've okay. established that the Jews are a problem. We've established that Asian folks are a problem. And uh, we've yeah, yeah. solved it right yeah, here in this exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. he, he later says, she Looking. said she didn't think that was clear, so that was what I was up That's against. That's insane, <laughs> by the way. That's insane. Stegman is a bit player. Like, it's fine. He, he's caught in the crossfire. It, it's yeah, not that confusing. Yeah. It's not They're that clearly hard. after what, payback. You know what's confusing? You know what's confusing? What year it is, what city it is, <laughs> what time of day it is. Um, is it the syndicate or is it the outfit or it, is it the if firm? There, if there's actually a police force in this city. <laughs> city yeah. What kind of cologne does Carter have? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> These are real yeah. questions. What, what, uh, what Val does in his free time besides beating up hookers and eating yeah. pasta? Oh. Like, I got all kinds of questions. What I didn't have a question was, yeah, I get it. Stegman was in a crossfire. Yeah, like, he was right there. Very fucking How straight. they... How they found payback, I don't know. Now, <laughs> now that's another question. Now, is this a lazy ass way to solve all your problems so we can get to the, the yeah. denouement? By the way, oh, yeah. when we're, when I was watching this, I was like, "How much time is left in this movie?" I was like, "Because I, I didn't realize like all this was reshot." Yeah, because I just saw it and I did. Believe it or not, I did no investigative work on this. Movie. <laughs> wow. Um, I didn't look into anything, but the reshoots of. I didn't know that, and I'm looking at it like they tied the rest of this movie up in like 12 and a half minutes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's and a lot happens. Yeah, dude. Like, a lot. They go to like five different locations. Yeah. So after they're in the car. Yeah. So he's in the car with Stegman. Stegman gets bitch. Radio Man and Stegman gets shot by the triads. Yes. Mel Gibson goes under the fucking triad car and well, goes, was some, well, behind, behind it first. Behind it. Which was awesome. Yes. And luckily when they backed up, there were just some empty boxes, so yes. he was good. At enough time that he could get on his back completely flat and yep. the car go right over him. And what I do, which is actually true, cars don't stop bullets, ladies and gentlemen. They <laughs> no, don't. No, they don't. They it, actually don't. Unless you're, bodies behind, do, cars unless you're behind the engine In block. fact, this is actually a lot like... Uh, but, body, but in this movie, they go by the logic, yeah. cars don't. Bodies do. It's true. Bodies do. And actually, it's a lot like the scene in the uh, the film Chucky when Chucky starts stabbing at the detective <laughs> through the car. Like these bullets are coming up and uh, taking out triad members. Yes, left and right. Lucy Lou's the only one left. Lucy, Fine. Last woman so standing. Glad Mission- sit- so glad she's sitting, bitch. Dude, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm also super happy that Lucy Lou makes it through the whole yeah. film. Um, only to get punched by the fat man. Yes. Yes. But she's fine. Yeah, no, she's fine. No, she likes getting punched. Yeah, We've established she, that. She licks her own blood, and she's cool. Oh. Yeah. And then the fat man, who's actually been more wounded by the scene, because yes. now he's he's worried he's about his own... His yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's deeply, like, internally wounded. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lucy Liu will be fine. Those wounds will heal. Yes. Um, To then have Mel Gibson get taken to a... But, un- but also lazily, like, after he uh, viciously murders, uh, takes part, at least an accessory to murder... Mm-hmm. To Joshua being killed, yeah, and and Radio Man, he's at least an accessory. Yes, then yes. he gets out and murders four other. people. Yes, he does. And then Lucy Liu comes out, puts a gun to Payback's head, yeah, and he lets her just pull, pull the, the trigger, trigger, not knowing that he it's wants empty. to die. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, he just lets her, and then it's empty, and he's like, ah, and then he puts the gun to her, and he's like, click, ah, uh-huh. and then out of nowhere, just the most like. Oh, plot device! <laughs> plot, hitting, <laughs> plot device over the head! Bing! Yeah, Bing! Like, pow! <laughs> hey, who are you guys, goons? 
<laughs> yes. Thanks. Unidentified, not introduced goons. Goons come out of nowhere and just pound Mel over the head with a metal rod, and it makes yeah. that ping. Like, yeah. Ping. ping. Yeah. I, the yeah. fat man threw a mean right hook at Lucy Lou. Yeah. To then take Mel to this like random warehouse. Yeah. Where Fairfax is like, I don't like torture. This is too much. I hate this. I really don't like it. Just tell us where he is. Come on, man. Really this is worth really seventy thousand. Oh, I hate this. I, I'll I, lend you the money, man. I was like, you know, he got started out in this in this outfit. Yeah. Doing like selling weed. You know. He did. Yeah, I was just a riverboat gambler, and they wanted me to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a riverboat gambler. He was the commodore. I was I was running the craps table when we actually had a house. And yeah. then then we get the most half-assed torture scene oh. in the history of film. Yeah, yes. Christopherson shows up with his uh, goons and but also a hammer, a but, ballpoint hammer. But he also shows up with the money. Yes. <laughs> here's Why? Here, here's he the should... money, and this is as close as you're ever going to get to it. You have to, he knows you have it. You're rich. You don't have to prove that you have money. This is actually one of those films where it's like, I know your pride is hurt, but just hand him $140,000. In fact, hand him $70,000, it means nothing to you. For real. Like, (laughs) half of a quarter of Johnny's Ferrari is what you have to do here. Get your son, give this man $70,000 and be on your way, dude. Like, before he kidnapped your son, he killed how many people? Oh, too many. Too many, like... He's at least he's killed more people than cancer. You're, you're half a million dollars in the hole. Yeah. Yep. I mean, just losing Carter and Fairfax, who were the face men of your entire criminal syndicate. Yes. That's millions of that's dollars millions worth of, of dollars. damage. Now you got to train another guy to I do know, their job, and you have to trust him. Hand the guy seventy thousand dollars. Put a tracker in it because it's nineteen ninety fucking yeah. something. <laughs> it's definitely not nineteen seventy X. And they'll kill the guy later. Yeah. It's not that hard. Exactly. I don't know. No, Me, but they had to wrap it all yeah. up because, you the, know, they they had the, their release date still too. This little piggy went to market. God. Oh. And no one, I wrote this down too. Again, torturing payback. Why is James Coburn there? I know. <laughs> he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. On, I guess I'm not comfortable with His two goons can handle it. Yeah. There's they no, don't need to ask him any questions th- because he needs... They need Bronson to show up. This outfit doesn't understand the value of goons. You don't have to be there. That's yes. what the goons, That's what the goons are, are for. for. I love the use of. I love the word goon. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> uh, this little piggy win. We we all okay. starting to look like roast, roast beef. beef. <laughs> <laughs> That's the line. There we go. We're gonna we're gonna. Start. <laughs> you got eight left. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> then we'll get the knees. Then you can imagine what we're gonna do after that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm in a position I'd rather not be in. <laughs> what a dumb, dumb fucking movie. Yo, Matt, but Mel really fucking sells me Yo, in movies. Yeah, yeah, he does. He really does. Like I'm like the Passion oh. of the Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was all pain, and he sold it. All pain and all sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, that scene actually. Kind of rips. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, this this is tough to watch." It's a bit like, brutal. Yeah. yeah, he's got like the strained neck. Like starting to look like rope beef. <laughs> you know what? Like great down there. If Chris Christopherson looked at him, and be like, "Give me back my son." <laughs> <laughs> 
this is all reshoots at yeah, this point. This yeah, whole entire you can tell. Is, you can tell. Yeah, th- thank you, uh, J- John Meyer, for the rest of this distorted mess. <laughs> so, so, so you know, he's two toes down. Hopefully, the small ones. Yeah. And then um, he's like, "Well, it's this apartment," and they're like, "We'll bring ourselves and you and all of We're our." Bring goons. the rest of the outfits. Yes. <laughs> we'll bring every major player in our <laughs> in our organization. <laughs> They don't even put the president and the vice president in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> this outfit's like, you know what? We're all going on a field trip. Yes. They <laughs> shove him into the, the trunk. The trunk, yeah. He MacGyvers his way out because apparently leather cannot prevent blades. No, bullets. no. <laughs> Very much like uh, um, the scene where Ace Ventura climbs out yes. of the river. Yes. <laughs> that. that or like Danny DeVito and it's always sunny. Yeah. <laughs> he just the, the leather, leather coat. I'm pure. <laughs> And gets his like, it's like, dude, have you ever tried to move? Like, get your feet over? Like, ah, dude, when, with mangled. First toes? of all, first of all, this is also a reminder. That this is actually a '90s movie because you're never getting out of a trunk in yeah. 1970. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you're never getting out of a X. fucking Buick. You're done, dude. <laughs> they didn't put those little bitch ass glowing yeah. grabs to get out. Here. No, nah, man, you nah. you put somebody in a trunk, they would, get out one way. Yeah, when they let you. <laughs> That's right. Also, you hit one pothole, your fucking oh, head explodes. Oh, yeah. You're fucking. You got your. You have more concussions than fucking <laughs> than Junior Seau. <laughs> oh man! And then we're back to like the the movie going. As they go get breakfast or whatever they do. Liam, how did you feel when? Um, not when payback was birthed out of the back of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when he goes up to the rotary phone yeah. in the car. Yeah, and yeah. goes up the, and calls just in time. Just in time as they Why go. is Bronson what? answering the Why phone? Why would you pick up? Now, Why would you pick I do, up? I do appreciate that kind of like push-pull of having like, looking like they're going to get rosy and the sun. Or like, yeah. oh, maybe he's going up to that apartment. Yeah. You know, that's a nice misdirection. It worked okay, well. Okay, yeah. It's a very, yeah. that's where Saul got their ideas. Yeah. Get it. yeah. Certainly. But, th- but then it's like, it seems so weird because the building that they're coming up in, it looks like this sort of hotel that yeah. would have right. fucking Fairfax, uh, uh, Bronson's son and fucking Rosie yeah. there. Sure. But then they go into like, apparently like the top level is just a crack den. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> it's just a crack den. Big crack den energy. Correct. And they just yeah. walk into his building. Which again, let crack. you know, this is in the 70s. Crack wasn't invented yet no, by yeah, Ronald Reagan. Dead. No, heroin dead. Sorry. <laughs> yes, but also grunge rock exists. <laughs> Just they went on the set of the crow. After yeah, the, the crow. Second crow it. reference of the day. <laughs> I love it, dude. The level of that explosion, oh. that entire building. Oh my Anyone God. that lived there, carnage. I feel bad for oh the God. other tenants. Murder. Like, like you've killed a hundred. The crow for the third time. Some devil's night shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're talking about for seventy thousand dollars, you were in for fifty bodies. Yeah. Mm. Easily. Yep. Oh, what is, like, that was like some Oklahoma City shit. Yeah. What is the what is the cost of a human life payback? Yeah, honestly, like for a man with like these morals, because you listen to a music box and you don't want to kill people in front of kids, you killed at least thirty kids in this building. Yeah. You know, you the, say that the body count he did like he killed fifteen out of the eighteen dead bodies oh, yeah? in this movie. That they're not counting what they're was not. in that building. They're so, not because that would have been thirty four. <laughs> thirty four body it, count. You know, like uh, the movie tagline was right. That I was gonna root for the bad guy and I Fairfax. When Fairfax is blown up, I hate that. Not, not for <laughs> me. Right. To, yeah. to steal, 
Because he was in uh, Maverick. He could have stayed on vacation. Yeah. He was in Maverick with uh, with Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. And uh, James Garner's like, he ro- uh, someone pulls a gun. Oh, Alfred Molina pulls a gun at the yeah. end. And then, because uh, people keep pulling out guns in the last round. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, uh, Fairfax, played by James Coburn, who's mm-hmm. the Commodore in that movie, is like, I just wanted to say this in this movie because he doesn't have one. It's like, your security's worth nothing. Everyone here has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right for this film. That's yeah. about right. Because he never has one. He's like, God, that's just me. That's just me. How'd yeah. you guys feel about that uh, closing narration? Oh. Um, <laughs> As they drive up to pick up Rosie. Like, and he, leave, he leaves the fucking port yeah. at the radiator. When, yes. When they, I'm when, glad they left him at the radiator. Yeah. <laughs> I would have turned it on so it got really hot. Yeah. They leave him there and he's like, you bitch. It was like, eh, you need a better line, bro. Yeah. Like, well, but that guy would say that. Though. Yeah, he would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fail son uh, Trump Jr. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ain't that a kick in the head? <laughs> Ro- Rosie is so aloof that like she does not see how fucked up yeah. this guy is. He was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna leave." And then she finally looks over. And is like, "What happened to you?" He's like, "And don't worry, Porter the dog is fine." Yes, Porter <laughs> the dog is fine. His ribs are in a sling. I, no, I think it's like getting shot in the throat. I think the movie uh, that last line is whack as shit. It's like. Uh, you, I could have done something else. I could have drove you somewhere else. Yeah. And we went to Canada. And, we went to uh, Canada to a diner. She yeah. promised me never to hook, and I yeah. promised, promised her not never to kill anybody. I'm not going to shoot people anymore. It's like it's um, a hard life, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. This is this is the end of the film. Yeah, just, that's, just, that's the reference. Just, that's the ending. Just drive, baby. Just, just drive, drive anywhere. Baby. We went for breakfast. In Canada. Canada. Are you not in Canada already? Because I don't know where you are. <laughs> I love that the movie's like I'm in Toronto. Hey, by the way, if it was yeah, if it was if it was fucking if it was in Chicago, that's not that long of a trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing is like, you guys got passports? Yeah, <laughs> nah. well, this is pre nine eleven. They don't need. Oh yeah, that's a good point. You could just, just walk over. That's a good point. Nineteen seventy X. They might need a license. Yeah. Well, he's got another guy's license. He can just <laughs> pickpocket. Some guy who just you, jumped off a building in Chicago. Yes, he just has James Coburn's wallet. Everyone's got my wallet. What's going on here? My suits cost more than that. Oh, man. Man. My alligator luggage. You don't shoot a man's alligator luggage. That, that's mean. <laughs> just mean. Put the holes in my suits. That's just mean. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Helgland, two days before he got fired, he yeah. was nominated for uh, best script for L.A. Confidential. One, that's a great script. Uh, it's a great, and a, a great, great movie, movie. Rolo, honestly. Rolo Tomasi. Fantastic Rolo Tomasi. little film. Yeah. And he says that he was hoping that if he won, he would be safe from getting fired. Two days later, gets fired. He has a quote here. Uh, so much for the magic of the Academy Awards. Yeah. So the whole oh. last half got reshot because the producers saw an early teaser, like the humor of the teaser. Yeah. Uh, basically rewrote the whole movie with uh, Terry Hayes. Terry Hayes. I'm not going to lie, boys. What I like about this movie is how funny it is. How unironically funny yeah. it is. Yeah, they're not trying to be that funny, but it's a funny, funny movie. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's sarcastically yeah. funny. Like just yeah. like the small ha ha's here. Yeah. Hubba, hubba, hubba. yeah, it's not like hubba, hubba. It's not like, yeah, we're gonna go rewrite comedy to fit payback. But it's like I don't know what yeah. you're talking there's about. Some, exactly. There's some fun, goofy out there yeah. shit that they happens. Should be in the starring movie. Abbott and Costello. Mm-hmm. Costello so, is Rosie. They were supposed to do the reshoots. The reshoots got delayed a whole year. Wow. Because, or like not a whole year, but they got delayed to February. Well, mm-hmm. they got delayed. They pushed the movie back because this was supposed to come out 
at the same time as Hard Rain. Do you guys remember oh, that? Oh, I saw Hard Rain <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> Mel, uh, Morgan Freeman and Christian Slater. Wow. Uh, which that also had delays because of just the, the conditions on that yes, set. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie, the whole they're underwater the entire movie in a <laughs> town. Wow. And Betty White's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But um, they were trying to get the reshoots for so it could be paired off problem was mel gibson already had was already shooting for lethal weapon four so he was busy sure. doing that yeah sure then they had to come back that's why like everybody has like wigs and everybody feels like they're completely out of place yeah, yeah. movies released february 5th 1999 uh reached number one opening weekend yes wow. woo yeah next week it got bumped down losing two message in a bottle oh that was wow what that was. It was a Nicholas Sparks yeah. romance film huh. with Kevin Costner. I had okay. to do research on that. I was like, what the fuck is this? I remember that. <laughs> Vaguely. Wow. Yeah. The... Believe it or not, I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, you're Shocking. not a big Nicholas Sparks fan? Shocking. No, I'm Shocking. just not huge on Costner. That's fair. <laughs> no, I'm I... kidding. I love him. <laughs> but, um... The... So, by the way, speaking of... The... I just want to throw this tad bit, tidbit in. Yeah. <laughs> so, after the Oscars a couple years ago with my dad, my, my mom and my dad, because I just happened to be watching it with them. They had my dad's like, where are all these people? Like, where are the big stars? Where's Kevin Costner? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why Kevin Costner? Of all people, yeah. For fuck's sake. Uh, Yeah, the whole month of like September, it was just sort of like first, second, first, second. Lost out again to Eight Millimeter, which is hmm. a great film. That's a great great movie. James Gandolfini in that movie. Yeah, goddamn right. Yeah, doing the casting couch before anyone. And then it stayed around in the box office till like June. Its budget, I got right here, ninety million dollars. Mm-hmm. Made a somebody's hundred- walking around with well, eighty million dollars. Well, they did. <laughs> I, I believe they did what eighty domestic. Eighty-one million five hundred twenty-six thousand one hundred twenty-one domestically, mm-hmm. and then eighty million a hundred thousand internationally. That's not, that's for a total not. of a hundred and sixty-one point six million dollars on a ninety million budget, which hit. sounds. Like it. It's hit. not a hit. The problem the is the marketing promo. Uh, you, they had to make like 180 million to break even. Yeah, okay. basically, because it was 90 million, you have to double it for marketing, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. they lost out on about 19 million or so. Not necessarily that's a not bomb. Terrible. Well, but that's not terrible. It's not quite a bomb. It's certainly not a smash hit. Though. Yeah, definitely gets into the list of movies I've covered that are like, ah, eh, well, actually, <laughs> like Waterworld and and Grandma's wow. Boy. I'm glad I I never have to watch this movie ever. Yeah. Like I said, I have a soft spot somewhere in my soul for this uh, ridiculous, ridiculous movie. But, like, it's because of James Coburn. Yeah. Yeah. It's because of... uh, It's because of all the character actors in this. It's not because of Mel Gibson. Yep. Val Resnick, Lucy Liu, Stegman. Like, all these bit players that, like, just have these ridiculous lines. The guy... You don't even see who says... Oh, Michael's over yonder. Like that, <laughs> lines like that just make this movie so Michael funny to me. Michael and his poor hand. Yeah. His poor, unfortunate hand. Yeah, like anyone that's actually supposed to be like a main character, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. Mel Gibson, I don't know. Yeah, his morality is really all over yeah. the charts on this one. He's robbing from homeless people, mm-hmm. stealing people's wallets, stealing their identity, uh, committing credit card fraud, blah, 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 blah. Won't hit a prostitute. Yep. Basically still loves his wife. Won't kill guy in front of uh, kids. Yeah, and then like, 
then will break an innocent bartender's hand. Yeah. That, yeah. For no reason. Spe- speaking of, like, the reshoots, like, yeah, if you watch that first scene, if they stayed in that energy where that guy was just, like, this ruthless, yeah. I don't give a fuck, I'm always going to get ahead type of guy, that would have worked. But they made him like this, like they yeah. made him the killer with a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah. they did. They did the the whole. Yeah, he's a bad guy, but he loves people, and yeah. he's really compassionate. He loves he's that good one specific hooker. By the way, how is he a hunter? If that was the name of the book. <laughs> yeah, well, he's definitely not that. Well, he was the hunted, and then became the hunter hmm. because he ended up like screwing all the people trying to kill him. But he did that like by happenstance. Yeah. It's, it almost doesn't... Like, he didn't know that Bronson existed. Yeah, I mean, like, the entire time, he is the hunter because he's the only person with motivation to do anything, right? Like, yeah. he's he's slighted. He's like, I need my 70000 So, like, I'm going after these people. I I don't get how that makes you, like, the hunted, right? Because it, cause so you started it. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it's a terrible name. If you, like, it should have just been paid. Well, for. I mean, look. But to be fair, we didn't read the book, so I have no idea what you know. Maybe it makes sense in the book. It doesn't make sense here. Watching the theatrical, not the theatrical, but like the director's cut. Like, did you think it was a more cohesive film? Not. Uh, it's no. It, it, the film's still a mess. Yeah. Like the film is still a mess. This one's a little bit more silly. It's way more of a throwback film. The theatrical cut is, and I think that the the director's cut. While it makes it a little bit more of an action thriller, mm-hmm. it makes it more of like a gritty, darker film. I think that it really, it's it's still because they didn't really have all the footage. Sure, they're lacking a lot, and the film lacks a lot. It's one of those movies that's like I don't think we needed a director's cut. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, because all the stuff they added in is like there's some scenes in there that are interesting. Right. Like when uh, Val gets kicked out of the hotel, you just think, oh, he's just out of the hotel. But they show later, oh no, he's out of the the organization. Yeah. yeah. They basically yeah. just kicked him to the curb. Yeah. They said, no, nah, fuck you. That's you don't fair. get anything. That's fair. And you see the effects of that. There's scenes like that that are interesting, but like the the fucking spousal abuse doesn't need to be yeah. in this movie. You know, it hits that head, right? Where it's like, I understand that you wanted to make this a grittier film, but I think it is fair for like a 99 studio or production to be like, I don't think you had to take it that it's far. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. And like, it's way better of like, yeah, you are actually rooting for a bad guy, at least in the director's cut, because he is a kind of yeah. scummy dude. He's kind of just like a heartless guy in that cut. But he's also dealing with other scummy people that are also heartless. Sure. So, like, it's very much more so, like, the script isn't... The script should have been reworked. Yeah. The My, script in general. But it, it's almost like you're trying to... It's like you either got to go all the way or not. Yeah, yeah. Like it's either either he's rigged or he's not. Yeah. Like, you know, like, either he's a bad guy or he's rigged. I, I, under, like, I understand that. Because, like, in, in my head, right, it's like... I don't want to see the director's cut because... It, it's like I get what you were trying to do, yeah. but like you weren't really. I will pulling say that off. it's a better looking film. Okay, I'll see, that's fair uh, because the... they don't do the the they actually colorize the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I but that feels like a makeup call to me, man. He was like, oh, look, I, it looks better. I'll, I'll be honest, honest. I, I don't want to see the director's cut because I don't want to waste my fucking time. With yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I I like the universe that I live in, where payback is like a kind of goofy somewhat funny movie that um, clearly somebody fucked up, right? And it's like, yeah, I like that world. I, yeah, I, I guess 
putting in so much effort in that's my that's my thing with the whole thing is that like you don't need a director's cut for like a five out of ten action movie. Yeah, right. You know? Right. And this movie's just a five out of ten middle of the road. It's pretty pretty forgettable. It's super forgettable. Yeah. Kind of a like a popcorn. Just like yeah, oh yeah, is, watch it. Oh hey, remember yeah, that? This, ah, yeah. it's cool. this, like, is, like, this isn't the Snyder verse, bro. This is like <laughs> yeah, it's not like something that. <laughs> Imagine if it was. <laughs> Stegman. Like Stegman was. He was a true man. <laughs> No, I'd say right. it'd be even worse. Like he was one of the right. guys in Bordello of Blood. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, because you're right, it is a forgettable flick. The only reason I like Payback as much as I do is nostalgia. Nostalgia, but also like these goofy fucking lines. Like yeah. you yeah. see me reaching for my fucking wallet. Like when I would watch it with my friends, yeah. we would pick up on these unintentionally funny lines. Yeah. So we would say it was always 140 grand. Right, like that's just something we would say. Well, that's just me. Yeah, that's stuff just like me. no, like, like the stuff that I know the director and the actors don't want me to focus on are what make me actually like the movie because yeah. they're so stupid. Yes, I agree. It is. Oh, it's a stupid, stupid yeah. movie. Very dumb movie. It's it's definitely the kind of film you just put on in the background. Yeah. Let let people watch it while you're just all having beers, being like, oh, look at the stupid. Or you shit. go check out my Facebook album. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, credits time. This episode of Bombed is produced, edited, and released by yours truly, Liam Wolf. That awesome intro track that you hear every single week is done by my good friend Jacob O'Brien. You can follow him at Vaulted Tadpole over on Twitch and YouTube for more music and video game live streams if you're into that. Joe McAndrew has done that awesome podcast art that you see each week. You can follow him at Joe MC Art or Joe MC Shut Up on Instagram. And of course, I'd like to thank all of you for sitting down and listening to this, whether it's on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever podcasts are held hostage. Thank you. And please send a like, share it to your friends, send us a review, even comment underneath if you want to say that we're idiots that don't know what we're talking about or that I'm an idiot that doesn't know what I'm talking about. Any criticism helps produce and build this podcast beyond the mild constraints that we're at right now. So thank you for your honest to God support. All right. This week's guests were the Colonel Mastodon Power Hour both Dan Farley and Reggie Parker. Big shout out to both of those guys. You can follow Dan over at DanFarley18 on Instagram. And Reggie Parker, you can follow him at RPComedy on Instagram. Both awesome dudes. I'll link most of their socials down below. Awesome guys. I'd love to have them back on again at some point. All right. So I know this show has a done episodes on adapted media in the past like this last episode but next week we're going to be doing probably a first it's going to be a movie adaptation of a board game i know a little weird but we're going to be talking about john landis's 1985 clue 
There's a lot to go in on this. Shockingly enough, Tim Curry wasn't the first choice. Carrie Fisher was supposed to be in the movie. There were three separate endings? What the fuck? We're going to get all into that and more next week. Hope you enjoy. Adios. Adios.